Hey, when does the show start? Okay, okay. One, two, three, four. It's time for four hours of intellectually immature nonsense. What's this monkey business going on today? This is the Bailey Show. Okay, let's do this. The BS. Let's go, you dumb idiots. With Bailey. I, I say I'm an idiot all the time if I screw up. Nikki D. She's Nikki D. She's an influencer. Hey. And <laughs> Nelson. Classic Nelson. This show when the pressure was on. Son of The Bailey Show. All right, there it is, Tuesday, the 21st day of March, 2023. Thanks for being here. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. Right there, that is Nikki D. That is me. Hello. And there is Nelson. Uh, thank you for having me still, you guys. Love it. <laughs> yeah. Short leash, buddy. Short I know. leash. I know. Just waiting for the other shoe to drop. Here's your phone number if you'd like to participate in the next four hours. Don't worry. I'll give it to you again. 916-909-0985. You'll need that, especially at the end of this hour, if you want to win tickets for Aftershock. We also have been given pit passes for Disturbed that we'll give away before 7 p.m. here this evening. So lots of good stuff. I don't care if you listen just for the prizes. I just want you to listen. It doesn't bother me at all. Uh, one of our coworkers, <clears throat> by the way, I had a, a, a re- you know, I, I like to learn new things. And when I learn something new, I'm like, I can't be the only one that finds this fascinating. (laughs) I have not been in the game for a very long time, being single. I'm a happily married man with two wonderful children and five awesome dogs. I've been married for 10 years. But, you know, truth be told, before that, (laughs) I was Big Daddy Bang Bang, right? But it was a different era. This was like pre-apps. I think I tried picking somebody up on MySpace at one time, and it didn't work out well. But now it's all about the apps and it's all about meeting somebody online and, and the hookups and, and randomly finding somebody on your phone. It's it's just way complicated. So one of our coworkers, Kim, who we've referenced before because she runs the entire building. She absolutely does. Yeah. And I think, everything. I think you've been here for like you, you just got hired before I got hired, right? Yeah, since December. Since December. <laughs> but yet everybody goes, Kim, Kim, we gotta go to Kim. We gotta go to Kim. We gotta go to Kim. <laughs> And she's got herself a nice little boyfriend. Oh, nice. We're well, not oh, sorry, 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 sorry. That's actually that's that's yeah. the gimmick. Don't mess up the game. She's 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 got <laughs> she's got a friend that she enjoys spending time with. How about that? Yes. Uh, of the male species. Yes. Okay, great. And so you know when I leave on Friday and come in on Monday, I always say goodbye to everybody and chatted up with our friend Kim and, you know, hey, are you going to meet up with your, your 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 little friend? And she says, yes. And what do you guys plan on doing? And she tells me the plans and this and this and that. I'm like, good, that's great. <laughs> so yesterday I, I asked her, I said, so how was the weekend? How are your plans with uh, this guy? Uh, let's just call him Ralph. Okay. Ralph. Conversation. <laughs> it's a sexy name, Ralph. What a name. Ralph and Kim sitting in a tree. K-I-S-S-I-N-G. I said, how was your weekend with Ralph? And she says, it was phenomenal, fantastic. He's just a great guy. He's wonderful and this and that. And I said, are you official? Is this your boyfriend? And your response was? No. You're not official. Not official. You would want it to be official. Yes. And it's at that time where it needs to be official all right so i then in my head i'm going back to my day when we would date and i think we would have a conversation right you would say hey you know we're boyfriend girlfriend right we're official that means you can't 
bang anybody else and you know this is just you and me right that you would yes. you would have that conversation that's how it goes you have to put a title on this this mm-hmm. is what we're doing this is what we're not doing yeah, because- but correct me if i'm wrong mm-hmm. now there's a whole slew of new titles like a situationship is still exclusive am i correct no no, no. See, this is I'm I was out too, so I found out it's ugly. I went and came back in, so excuse but me. But Nelson was out for different reasons. It's just nobody was returning his it was lonely. No. his messages on There's someone out there. My phone was on airplane mode, so I didn't know. I just kept trying to get the app. You've heard of farmersonly.com. Uh-huh. He was on eatersonly.com. Oh my gosh. Yeah, except only the women were getting picked up. No one was paying to feed me. It was bull. Because I can eat. So you're a part of this generation, and you're you're very brilliant. You're very attractive. You're a good person, which is the most important thing. You've got a good soul, good heart, good energy, and that's I would think very hard to convey in a profile of what you do. So she goes, "We're, we're not official, but it's time to make that official." So I said, "Well, how do you do that?" And I go. And then I answered my own question. I said, "Oh, it's Facebook." You go on and you say you're... No, I'll never do that again. Never. Okay, but that's not the answer. No. It's... When you delete the app. Delete the apps. Or delete the account and then delete the app off your phone. Okay, well, hold on. There was two parts of the app Mm -hmm. thing. This is the fascination. This is where I got suckered in or sucked in, not suckered in, but sucked in, which I thought was fascinating, is she said in order to make a relationship in this day and age official... You have to delete the apps. And then she stops herself and says, no, 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 I'm sorry. And also the accounts. Mm-hmm. Because you can delete the apps and it's still, you know, a little cloud of the arrow comes down. It comes up real quick. But you have to delete the account. I said, well, how do you check if somebody you're seeing that you think you're official, and they say you're official, has deleted the accounts? And her response was? I would never do this. You create a fake account and then you just swipe through and see if they're still on there, or you have your friend do it. <laughs> now, but that won't that won't show you Very if tiring. if Very he's tiring. deleted. Like if he's in good faith, like mm-hmm. me, I got in trouble because I got yelled at because all I did was delete the app mm-hmm. when I entered into the last relationship that I took part in. That's why you have to delete the. Account. Well, and I didn't know that. I just said, "Well, I deleted the stuff." She goes, "Well, you didn't delete the the whatever." But like, do I still show up? On people's searches, even if I've deleted the account, I haven't accessed it in months? If you delete the account, yes. Or delete the app. If you delete the app, you'll still show up for, like, a certain amount of time. Mm. Okay, well, on these profiles for these different, mm-hmm. and, and I, I mean, the only ones I know are the mainstream ones, and I've got a mm-hmm. list in front of me of, like, the best ones for different things, which mm-hmm. I'll run through next segment. Uh, but with these different dating, I've never been on one, so mm-hmm. I don't know any of anything about them other do you do you like is it like a social media page where you put pictures and there's messages and you create a following you have like followers well, and all that stuff you don't create a following like on tinder you put your pictures put a bio and then you just swipe all day and all night mm-hmm. and then till you run out of the free swipe so they get you for tinder gold yeah which i've paid for because i don't have time just to right i'm a sucker and I'm like, for it. i want to see oh you like me okay but do you incur like mm-hmm. currency on the app this like is how they look the no. longer the more people that swipe you yeah well the more people that swipe right on you um you'll show up to more profiles is this Ooh. your profile yes that's mine because even though i'm <laughs> this is sh- on what it, that's on tag because i'm a streamer but tag is a dating app so that's what 
it looks like when you go into the profile. You put your pictures up, you put something about yourself, and then under where it says chat, that's how people inbox you and send you messages. You'll notice my chat is full because I don't really check it. <laughs> I'm not there to date, so mm. I don't even check the messages that I get there. That's the picture you went with? Well, that's the one that I have. Now I have several pictures. You can oh. scroll through them and see all the pictures. It's oh. also a much different world between whose inbox you're looking at. Because I, I feel like if he had to go out on the apps, Bailey, he would do well. He's a good-looking guy. He yeah. takes a good picture. Yeah. He's successful. Like on paper, you're going to do very well on the app. But even then, even for as attractive and as successful as oh. you are, you wouldn't get a quarter of the swipe rights that uh, a woman that looked like she was in my league would, would uh, get. Just because women get the – that you guys get the swipes, man. Yeah, that's on Tinder. I, I've never – really done tinder i, I don't really like how anymore, it's set so up. i have two thousand likes right now that i <laughs> oh and i just God. cleared them out it just it it just doesn't okay. so 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 if i went going to compare this to the real world right you have two thousand likes. Likes? likes okay yeah. so i would look at that if i were ralph and i would be kind of upset about that it's like two thousand people just hit on my woman but you can't see that but well, we're talking about it right now. Ralph knows. Oh, I get. Oh. I, Ralph wow. is an extremely upset man right now. Oh. I think that fault? men just they see it and they are, they're like, oh, more women. I can just go out and get another one. I can just swipe and get another one quickly. Well, and you want to? You guys are looking for a more meaningful yeah. connection most of the time, yeah. anyway, right? Yes, yes. yes. Yeah. So it's not just about like women are, are like, oh, forget this. I'm not going to take any of these guys. You mm-hmm. are looking for someone that you can actually. Have more with. Yes, and I put that in my profile. Can Ralph see who likes your profile? No. Okay, he can't see anything on your dating app other no. than your profile. But I've showed the- him. You, you showed him. You, you've let him in. Yes. And how did he handle that? Oh, he didn't like it. Why, why did he not like it? Um, I don't know. I guess he got kind of possessive. but. Well, rightfully so. Yeah. Uh, you should take that as a compliment. Oh, actually. I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I love it. <laughs> well, then he needs to do something about it. That's I, the thing that irritates me. Yeah. They want us mm-hmm. to be possessions of them, but mm-hmm. they don't want to do what they need to do for it to officially be that. Hold yes. on. Easy, Cheetah. This this is not a guy possession jealousy thing. <laughs> Women are the exact same way, if not more jealous creatures than guys. No. But we're willing oh. to commit. Oh, I no. think we just show commit. it. We show it more and men try to hide it. I don't think anybody's more jealous than me. There's not a woman alive that's more jealous than I am. Well, you know why people are jealous. What? <laughs> he doesn't even want to know. He's like, why? He's, he already loses. He's so deflated. <laughs> I don't even want to tell you. That. Just that face. <laughs> it's insecurity. Oh, you're geez. jealous when it's insecure, but for sure. Na- oh. But there's another level of jealousy mm-hmm. where you're being protective. There's two different levels. Mm-hmm. So uh, th- there's no doubt that I, I don't know if I get jealous because I'm not intimidated by anybody. Mm-hmm. But if I see, you know, like my wife is a real estate agent, mm-hmm. so she comes in contact with you know a lot of these you know dudes and whatnot. And I, I just think that they're fine, you know, mm-hmm. whether it's being naive or not. I don't have anything to worry about. Because she's look how lucky she is. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> These are jokes, people. By the way, I'm, I'm I'm joking. Anyway, but there's like a couple dudes that you know I'll see will over like certain things on social media that she does. Mm-hmm. I know their intentions. 
And it's a thing. I know it's a thing. She blows, you know, she plays it off. Ah, it's not a big deal. I'm like, no, I've met the guy. I know I can feel it in the dude. You know, I can, I can just, I can see it happening. So what do we do with this guy? Like, do, do we need to do an intervention? Maybe get Ralph on? No, we give him another week. And then if he doesn't do anything, we're on to the next. Well, this is like his second waste. warning here, isn't it? Because if he's listening to this, um, then he knows. Not. How long have y'all been dating? Um, It's been a, like a little bit over a month. Oh, okay. Okay. But I'm, I just don't have time to waste anymore. Well, I feel you, girl. Oh, well, you. There, there is no time limit on love. <laughs> there is. I want to have kids one day. There's it's a like, time limit. It's like a, it's like a Keith Sweat song, right? It's like, a false hey, song. baby. It's good to see you again. There's no time limit on love. Oh my <laughs> Me and my boy the other night put together a little song on time and love. How does the song go? Give us a hook. Time. Mm. It's. I just sing yeah. Hootie right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's that, my baby? Let's go. You know I like it. <laughs> like it when you TikTok. We don't stop. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Um. Do you want to continue this conversation? Because I, 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 I like I, I'm really good at love advice. Are you? I am. And here's what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to move on from Ralph just by the pictures. <laughs> yeah. I like Ralph. But there's a few red flags, so. I'd like to hear what those are. Okay. Okay. And also, I'd like to give you advice if you do move on. Okay. All right? Being mm-hmm. proactive. Mm-hmm. I've got a list in front of me. Of all the different best of for dating apps, depending oh. on what you want. Okay. So I've got best for queer women. Okay. I've got best paid. I've got best for black people. Yes. Well, you're both black, uh, right? Yeah, I'm black. Okay. Black <laughs> people. You never assume anything. You just never assume anything. That's what the training said. Don't just don't assume. No. Just, nope. Just because they look it doesn't mean they are. No. You know? This could be big tanners. It's a melting pot. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Anyway, if you're in this boat and you have to make that decision, like, do you do the same thing Kim does? I'm curious. Like, is it is that the 2023 go-to? We're official based off of deleting your dating app account. That's what it is. You know, but somebody else might have something different that might be able to help you out and help other people. Who knows? 916-909-0985. Thanks for listening. It's the BS on 98 Rock. We'll be out Friday at Sky River Casino if you're interested. we got plenty of good stuff to give out, including Aftershock tickets, uh, BS tumblers. We'll have more and uh, a good time nonetheless. Sky River Casino from 3 until 7 yes. in Elk Grove. Uh, very excited. We were there Friday. Well, we told you a story yesterday. <laughs> Let's not read. Podcast. Go to thebaileyshow.com. Let's not revisit that. Lee and Sack, as we get back to Kim's dilemma, you think she needs to give uh, this Ralph guy, uh, is what we're calling him, some more time, right? Lee? Hello? Yeah, Lee. Yes. yes, sir. You think she should give him some more time, huh? Well, I mean, just listening to it, you know, how long have you guys been together? It sounds like just a little over a month. I mean, is that is that all the time that, that we get now these days? Is it like... Great question. It's fair. You know what I mean? It's like I, I, I would like to be friends for you know months and months and months and months Leech. before we. Hey, I don't have time for that because I can't 
Well, like dating multiple people doesn't really work because I don't have enough time. So. She wants kids yeah, yeah, like yeah, yesterday. No, I, she she <laughs> wants children yeah. like yesterday. So uh, it, I, I I lost my fiance in a car accident. So I'm like just like going. I'm on kind of on a different thing, you know. I just want to go slow, and and I wish I would have done that a long time ago. Just just go slow. There's no reason. I I could see you know hooking up with different people and stuff, but I, mm-hmm. I'm not doing that. I could understand you not wanting that to happen. You so know, maybe are, just are you ready, Lee? Are you ready to move on? And I'm sorry to hear that. That's that's horrible, horrible, horrible. But are you ready to move on with your life and try to find somebody else? I'm open to um, to just living, just learning how to to live again, and just. Uh, be friends, you know, just just I, I, I enjoy t- somebody, you know, Lee, enjoy the life. If you can make it out Friday to Sky River Casino at our broadcast from three until seven, I will make it my mission. We're going to hang out all night. <laughs> all right. I want to buy you a few drinks. You and me are going to hang and we're going to find I'm not saying a bunk mate, but we're going to find some companionship for you. I'm going to be your wingman. Uh, I, I, I'm a no, good winger. I, I have I have a friend. I, I have a friend, somebody that has been just so patient and just right. if I was her and most women would just be like Okay. All right. All right. Well, uh, no, you know, I'm not what? like trying to yeah. I, I've got somebody special that I, I see and I'm not like trying to see other people. I'm just All learn right. just Okay. I'm Lee, surprised she hasn't told me to kick rocks because well, it's been well, so long. Well, I need to find out what these red flags are, Lee. So I appreciate you listening. <laughs> if you do want to come out, like I said, I'll be your wingman. And we do uh, hope that you can move on because that's tough. Now, Kim here, who we work with, has been dating this guy for like a month. Mm-hmm. His pictures, he looks fantastic. We're calling him Ralph. <laughs> but she says that in order to be, uh, uh, what's the word, uh, uh, official, that he's got to de- delete the account and the apps. But you're already saying there's red flags, so it sounds like you want to move on. What are some of these red flags? And, uh, okay, so the first thing, he doesn't want to move to Sacramento. And I don't oh, he doesn't to... live here? No, he lives in Oakland. Oh, okay. Yeah. How far yeah. is that? Well, it's like an hour, a little bit over an hour. All right. That's still not a... too bad. Yeah, no. but it's still a pain if you're trying to start a family. Yeah, somebody's okay. going to have to move. Just dudes listen and go, we'll start a what? <laughs> <laughs> This is the first time I heard about starting a family. What the hell are you talking about? What's the second red flag? Um, okay, so I kind of was reflecting in that he doesn't really ask me, like, what I want to do. So it's kind of everything that he wants to do. Like, he wants to go to a brewery. Ralph. He wants to go to a certain restaurant. He doesn't ask me what I want to do. That's not good. That's bad. And then he also thinks that we were talking about, like, the future. He thinks that the woman doesn't need a nice car. And Oof. the man does. Like, he Oof. wants a new <laughs> car. I won't say what it is, but he thinks that a woman should just drive it. You sure he wasn't joking? No, well, because he said it like three times. And I just wanted to. Well, sometimes a good joke needs to be said three times. No, he no. Means that. Like, the third time he looked her in the yeah. eyes and said, So you understand this isn't a joke. <laughs> this is literally my personality. Uh, and, oh, okay, is there another one? Yes. Oh, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> He's got to be hot. I haven't seen him, but he has to be He has an avoidant attachment. So there's like four different attachment styles. And I asked him to do the quiz, and his is avoidant. Oh, so you, you're you you're now profiling him based off of something you saw in <laughs> no, it's an Glamour actually, Woman Weekly no, or whatever. More like Psychology Today. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's legit. It is. <laughs> Today it is. 
is. Can't read, no, no. can't read everything on Google and think it's right. Psychology Today is pretty legit. Uh, okay, so here, just quickly, I want to go through this. So, so when is the, the date for termination? So what are we looking at? So um, what's today? Today is the 21st. 21st. I'll give it to the 1st. The 1st of the month? April, yeah. Okay, so the 1st of it, we'll, we'll need an update. Yeah. Now, if you want Ralph to come on, I can, if you want it, if you got you got some time vested in this guy, invest in this guy. I can have a conversation with Ralph, <laughs> and and I and I can just get right to the point. Say, dude, what's 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 going on here? What's this car situation going on? You know, we, we're moving and so on and so forth. So, um, it, best for a serious relationship. These are the best apps. Mm-hmm. Here. Mm-hmm. I was gonna do a whole spiel on this, but I'm running out of time. eHarmony. That's where you need to be. Oh no, really gross. Uh, no. Okay, if you want to pay for it, match. No. Okay. Oh. This is not 2001. What quality interactions hinge. <laughs> Hinge? Hinge. I didn't like Hinge. Okay. I didn't either. It was weird. Yeah. Uh, For meetups and hookups, do you just want to, you know, is that your thing? No. Okay. Just check. But what is the app? (laughs) It's not my thing. Oh, my God. Just in case. I don't do drugs, but but what's your dealer's number? (laughs) No. What is (laughs) it? Meetups and hookups is Tinder. No. My sister met her husband on Tinder, and they've been married for like six Seven years, I think. But that's the exception to the rule. Yeah, she got lucky. Are you into kink? What is that? N- not, not into that. What is it? Is it just like freaky well, like stuff? Like tying people yeah. up and yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. BDSM. like BDSM. There's an app for that. It's called that life. Feld. Ooh, or Field. Sorry, F E E L D. Yeah. Best for women, Bumble. Oh, I love Bumble. Best. Are you queer? No. Okay. Well, if you were her, there's an app. Okay. For people in general, Lex. Never heard of. Um, you're not a gay man. That's grinder. You are black, right? We I am black. Yeah, confirm that. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's an app called B O K. Black, yeah, mm-hmm. without oh. the A. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't done that. Or C. <laughs> uh, busy daters, coffee meets bagel. Uh, didn't like that. You're a professional. Mm-hmm. There's one called the League. Oh, there's also Raya. If you come on this show enough, that'll raise your profile up so oh. that you can be famous enough to be on Raya. Yeah, you got to have a certain An type invite. of celebrity. Best for meeting up right away, Clover. And best for traveling, Happen, without the E. What, why, what, what's this hatred for vowels? I don't know. They all drop the vowel. Oh, yeah. It's cool. You gotta, well, because all these other words have probably been trademarked already. It's cool to be illiterate. <laughs> Well, I, I like Ralph, but after saying those things, I do have questions for Ralph. Yeah. So if you'd like to ask him if he wants to come on, mm-hmm. um, we can pretend like you didn't know or you're not listening. Okay. <laughs> that bit always works well. <laughs> we could do something like that, okay? All right. But I want to help. But I've, I've, Again, going back to the original part of this conversation, and then we'll get the headlines here in a minute. I just find it fascinating that that's how you tell if you're official or not. By dating, like, I guess you would have to sit down with a person and they literally would have to delete their accounts in front of you to prove. Yes. yes. I mean. Which is kind of like. My a, ex, I deleted his account. Yeah, that's, that's kind of that's kind of like a, um, a prenup. You know, it's, it's kind of pushy a little bit. I don't bit. think it's pushy. Anyway. All right. Kim, thank you. Big thank you. Thanks, Kim. Thank you very much. All right. Two big stories from today. Headlines your first round. Nikki D, what you got coming up? I want to tell you where thousands have gone on strike and who found a buffalo in their yard. All right. That here in a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rocks. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Read all about it, baby. Extra, extra. Read all about it. Headlines. All right, let's get educated. Two big stories from today is the first round of headlines. Nikki D, go ahead, please. Thousands of kids are missing school today. H1. 
Uh, no school today for students at the LA Unified School District because thousands of workers are now on strike. All LAUSD schools closed. The workers include teachers' age, special education assistants, bus drivers, custodians, and cafeteria workers. The reason why they're going on strike is because they've been requesting raises for year after year after year. Um, the average person there makes about $16 an hour, and they're asking for a 25% raise. That's putting them at about $25,000 a year. Is this uh, like the whole state of California or just Los Angeles? Just in Los Angeles. Just in Los Angeles. Yep. Isn't that crazy? Like if you're an educator, which they have the... It's such an underappreciated job and just don't get paid worth a damn. And they do it because they love teaching that, you know, they usually ask for like a dollar extra or something very simple or more benefits or throw me a bone for a couple dollars so I don't have to go out and buy my own tissues for these kids. Well, that's just it. Could you have some supplies in here for me? Exactly. They have to come out of their own pocket. You're talking to a teacher that's like in her 20s that makes $22,000 a year. She just can't afford it, but nobody wants to help them. What do you think rent is in L.A. too? Yeah, and on top of that, rent, sure. Oh Absolutely. And a lot of these people that are protesting aren't even teachers. They're other people that's in the schools. They say right now their cleaning staff is so low that the schools are dirty. And they're, they're, they're saying basically like, oh, people are telling them to go find another job, but... They choose to go in and work with kids. So, And the kids are the ones that don't want them to get a raise because the more they protest and they don't come to work, the less school they have to go to. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's they're, right. They're, like, they're predicting they're going to be out of school till Thursday. The kids are on the other side of the street protesting them getting a raise. Pay <laughs> <laughs> hey, cuts. Pay hey, cuts. I protest. You protest. Everybody protests. <laughs> it's our new cardio. That's what we do. Hey, but at least they'd be learning something about civics as they were doing that. I give a second one. Rick Ross says, be cool. The buffalo are friends. H2. Got to take care of animals. animals. What do you do with the buffalo? Like, what we does the buffalo the, do? Oh, man, he just comes. He let me <laughs> pet him, and I feed him apples, man. You should see the buffalo eyes when he bite into the green apples, man. Rick Ross is being so ridiculous right now. He owns cattle, bison, and all kind of other animals on his estate back in Atlanta is where he lived in Fayetteville. And recently, his buffalo and cattle got out of his yard. He calls it the promised land. So this lady has a video out where she's basically pulling up because she works in a home office, and these two huge buffalo are just standing there looking at her. She's terrified. In Georgia, and, mind and, you. Right. And Rick Ross is just like, just feed him a carrot. Be cool. Like, he doesn't even <laughs> care that his animals are roaming the neighborhood. Is he? Does he do it for, like, status? Like, I've got buffalo, look at me. Or does he do it because he actually kills them and eats it? No, 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 no. He he has them as pets. So, like, he has pets. horses and cattle. Like, he wants to keep them alive. He calls his his house um, Yellowstone Ranch. So, he oh, wants to original. be, like, some modern-day cowboy or something with these animals. Oh. I, don't, I don't know. Isn't that just like a rapper to rip something uh -huh. off from somebody else? <laughs> <laughs> They, they not only sample their other people's music, but they also sample the, the names of things. I know. I would love to see his take on the outfit. But so, when people were calling 911, 911 was telling them, it's a civil matter. Like, we can't come out and help you with mm -mm. the buffalo in your yard. So who do you call if your neighbor's got a buffalo that roams in your yard? You call the farmer. We found that out because we had cattle in my yard one time because we live right next to a farm. And don't call the cops because the farmer will get upset. It's like, dude, I didn't mean to have your cow, my cows in your yard. You just call me. You just call, so you call Rick Ross. Yeah, his people came um, from his estate, and they got the animals and walked them back over to the house. But people were still pissed off with him. And then he tried to compare his animals getting out to people's dogs. He's like, I take people's animals back all the time and get on my property. <laughs> you know that? You, you've heard of my food truck idea, right? No.
Oh, yeah, yeah, to sell bison burgers. And it would be a guy on the side of the truck and uh-huh. his arms around a girl and his arms around a guy. And it would be my bison. Oh, oh. that's awesome. You come up my with the greatest bison idea. burgers. <laughs> <laughs> that would kill in California. Dude, I'm telling you, isn't that brilliant? Oh, my God, yes. Yeah. All right, Aftershock tickets, would you like to go? Uh, October 5th to the 8th, Discovery Park here in Sacramento. Avenge Sevenfold. <laughs> There's Avenge and Sevenfold. Avenge Sevenfold, Guns N' Roses, Corn, Pantera, and many, many more, courtesy of Danny Wimmer Presents. You can buy them aftershockfestival.com, where you can win them right now. The game is called Order Up. Simple stuff. I need two players. We'll play a clip of audio. You just have to put it in the proper order. Oldest to newest with the help of Nikki D. If you want in, 916-909-0985. Again, 916-909-0985. We'll play Order Up here in a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rocks. They can't spell the word chronological, but they're pretty sure it means to put stuff in order according to year. They're not in the right order. Get this in order. Think you can do that? Then call the BS now at 916-909-0985 to play Order Up. And we have Aftershock tickets up for grabs. Again, October 5th to the 8th, Discovery Park in Sacramento. Guns N' Roses, Pantera, Corn, Avenge Sevenfold, and many, 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 many more. Courtesy of Danny Wimmer Presents. And you can purchase them, AftershockFestival.com, but not you, Louisa, in Woodland. How are you? Hi, how are you? I'm uh, great, thanks. G- good, good. Thanks for uh, calling. Hold on, let's find your competition. We got Chris and Sack. What up, Chris? What up? What's going on? Another day in paradise, my friend. Let me explain the game just so we're all on the same page. Nelson over here is going to play a piece of audio uh, one at a time, and you'll have three different clips within the piece of audio. You have to, with the help from Nikki D, give me the proper order, oldest to newest, oldest to newest, and I'll give you the category and then you can figure it out. So if you get it right, you get a point. If not, the other person gets to steal. Okay? Everybody understand? Got it. Got it. Game's called Order it. Up. Louisa, ladies always first here on the BS, so you get to go first. The category is late night hosts. Late night hosts. All right? Give me A1. A. I was going to ask you, sing, let me hold you tight. If only for one night, let me keep you near. Dot, dot, dot. B. So, as a favor to Guillermo, I gave him the opportunity to face one of his fears today on the sky slide. C. Welcome to McDonald's. What do you want? Well, yeah, what can I do for you? Medium Sprite. You couldn't have gotten out of your car for a medium Sprite? No. Oldest to newest, late night host, 60 seconds, Louisa, and just Louisa right now. Nikki D, order them up. <sighs> okay. Uh, so the first clip, I believe, was Arsenio Hall. You agree with that? I think so, yeah. Okay, the second clip, it's it's the late night host with the dark black hair, but I cannot think of what his is name it, is. Is it Jimmy Kimmel? I don't think it was Jimmy. I think it was the other one. Oh, gosh. Okay. Um, okay. And then C, I think, was Johnny Carson. I think so, too. So I thought C-A-B was my thought. Okay, so Johnny Carson, C being the oldest. Then you thought Arsenio, (laughs) A. 
is next, and then the newest is B. Ten seconds. I think it's like Jimmy Kimmel or one of those guys that's newer. All right, so we're going to go with a cab. We're going to say C-A-B. All right, well, thank God you don't have to know the clips. You just have to guess correctly. (laughs) Wow, you did. So the oldest is David Letterman, and that was from the late night show with David Letterman. That was 82, and then later, 10 years later, was the what? Arsenio Hall. No, 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 no. Oh, for oh, Letterman. Oh, then it was. Yeah, yeah, it was late night with David Letterman, and then it was the late show. That's what they uh, launched because he didn't get the Tonight Show when. Uh, right. Uh, what's his name? And then Arsenio, 93, with the Arsenio Hall show. I never missed an episode. And then Jimmy Kimmel, Kimmel Live, 2003. So you, totally Kimmel. clueless on the audio, but you got it right somehow. Nicely done. <laughs> KRXQ and KRXQ HD1 Sacramento. We are always free on the Odyssey app, including the BS podcast. If you'd like to listen, we are 98 Rock and we're playing Order Up. Uh, Chris, you got to stay on par. Okay, so Luis has got a point. Chris, this is your turn. And the category is wrestlers. All right, wrestlers. Here we go. B1. Now, this can be kind of tricky if you're a wrestling fan and you really want to dive into it. I would say this is more or less their mainstream push, not necessarily their promotional debut, so to speak. So, there you go. Chris, Nikki D, got 60 seconds. Order them up. Chris, uh, A, I just heard... Go ahead. Yeah, A, 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 I'm not sure about. B is is Hulk Hogan, and C is Stone Cold Steve Austin. So if I just had to guess, I would say A, B, C. Because I wasn't really sure who A was, to be honest with you. Right. So why do you think A was the oldest, though? Because I don't know who they are, and I watch wrestling like a madman. It was mm. like some rapping rap music. I thought it might have been Mr. T. All right. So uh, it, it, either Mr. T or Booker T, but if I had to guess, I would go A, B, C. Okay, so you're thinking A is the oldest, Hulk yes, Hogan ma'am. is the second, and Stone Cold is the newest wrestler. Yeah, but it could be B A C too. I'm just not uh hundred percent. I think it might be you knew. ten seconds. I think it might be B C A because we don't know who that rapper wrestler is. But we're gonna go uh, with your good. Let's let's go B A C. Oh crap. B-A-C? Three okay. seconds. We're going to go B-A-C? B-A-C. You <laughs> locking that in, Chris? That's your answer? Oh, man. I'm, I'm going off of my gut, but I'm going to have to. All right. B-A-C. That is incorrect. Well, Louisa, for the steal, quickly. I am not big into wrestling, so I'm going to listen to what Nikki D said, and I'm going to say... CBA, isn't that what you mean? BCA is what I think it is. BCA. I'm going to go with what you say. BCA. BCA, yes. Again, a clueless guess. That is correct. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> 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 I told you, Chris. 
Hulk Hogan, 1979, Stone Cold, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, 1996, and John Cena. Oh. Thugonomics. What? 2000. <laughs> Thugonomics. Yeah. That was his, that was his gimmick. I didn't believe you, Nikki. That was his gimmick in 2000, if you remember. I'm a big wrestling fan, too, Chris. All right, Louisa, you're up 2-0, and the board is yours. Uh, the next category for order up is rock anthems. Rock anthems. Here we go. C1. God, that was a great category. <laughs> All right, Louisa, Nikki D, 60 seconds. Order them up. Go ahead. I think it's BCA. I know that Queen's obviously 80s. Okay. And then, oh, sorry, I meant ACB because both A and C are in the 80s, right? And then B was from the 60s. ACB. Oldest to newest. Okay, so you're thinking the oldest one is. No, that can't be the oldest one. That's 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 from Guitar Hero. Cause you gotta hold on to what. That can't be the oldest yeah. one. By the way, hold oh, on, no, meant- hold on for a second, everybody. That full full disclosure. Yes, we are in a rock station. We're we're more or less a talk show. That's what we've always been. <laughs> So we've been entertainment talk. Nikki D's just kind of along for the ride. So music, just cut her some slack. Right. That's definitely A is not the oldest one. No, no, no. B is the oldest one. I think it's from the 60s. 10 seconds. And I think it's B, A, and C, or B, C, and A. Okay, so we'll go B, C, A. Okay, that's your answer? A sounds good to me. Locking that in, Louisa? Locking it in. B, C, A. You guys didn't identify any of the songs. That is... <laughs> Incorrect. Chris, let's get on the board, brother man. Let's do it. CBA. Okay, so We Will Rock You is the oldest. Then you're saying we're not going to make it <laughs> next. And then hold on yep. what you got. So you're saying CBA. Bon, bon Jovi, Bon Jovi, the newest. Yep. Okay. Hold make on it. what you got. It's in those commercials for <laughs> a mechanic. <laughs> <laughs> I love that Bon Jovi song, Hold right. On What You Got. So you're going with what, CBA? CBA. CBA, CBA right, Nikki? Yes. Yeah, all right. Of course, that is correct. That's easy. <laughs> Queen. Baby, let's go. We Will Rock You, 1977, Twisted Sister. We're not going to take it. We're not going to make it. 84, you <laughs> dumbass. And then Bon Jovi living on a prayer. Living on a prayer. Okay. Hold on to what you got, I believe, was the B-side to that. <laughs> <laughs> Pack five gallons of gas is the name of the album. <laughs> all right, Chris, the board is yours, my friend. We still have plenty of time, but you can tie it all up. With the next one, the category for you, Chris, is game shows. Oh, yes. Game shows. Here we go. D1. A. You are a little, a little pinned up here. Uh, loosen you up. 
Susan, you got your rub down now. Well, let's make it worth $10,000. You will in the one-ton human hamster wheel. Walk around that very fast. As you do that, these lights will light up. Hits the number six. The boxing glove comes down. You grab that flag. You move on to obstacle number two. But what will they win, Harvey? Tyco's four-wheel drive. C. When she said 35, I almost <laughs> dropped the card. <laughs> You're 32? Oh, she's got three years to go, this girl. All right. Chris, Nikki D, 60 seconds. Order them up. I thought these were going to be I'm easy say, game shows. <laughs> yeah, so the first the first one, Nikki, I think was the $10,000 pyramid. That's what I had, the pyramid, se- for A. Yeah, the second the second one was that stupid show on Nickelodeon B? with the guy. Bite your yeah, tongue. Yeah, B. The slime one, the slime show, right? <laughs> what was right. Mark Summers or something? Yep, it was yeah, the slime show. Yeah, he did the show. second one. A-B, and then the what third was one, the third one sounded super old. Like I'm, only, I'm only forty, so I think that's before my time. So yep. I'm thinking C A B. C A B. I agree. That's also what I had. C A B. Because yep. I couldn't place that last Ten one. Seconds. It was definitely old. So we're gonna go with C A B. C A B is your answer. Cab. Cabin. Cab. That is incorrect. Oh. Oh. Louisa for the steal and a commanding lead. Now, I think it's, uh, you guys said uh, C was the oldest one? Yes. Yeah, I think uh, a the $10,000 pyramid and then C, I think, was card sharks. Oh, I think okay. So you're thinking it's A, C, B. And then C-B. double dare. Yeah. Okay, so A, C, B. That does make sense. Pyramid. And the last one, I think, was double dare was what it was called. Double dare? Okay, so yeah, we're going with like A, C, B. A, C, B. Locking that in, Louisa? Yep. That is correct. All right. Let's talk this out. Let's talk this out before we move on. All right. They upped the ante to $100,000 for the pyramid. (laughs) (laughs) You guys are about 90K short. Okay. And that's Dick Clark on CBS in 1973. Then you had Family Feud with Richard Dawson. Also the host of The Running Man. Uh, that was 1976. Only in a rerun. Richard family Dawson feud. days. He was. Dude, my family won the won the family feud in 77. Honestly, true true story. Get out of here! Did they really? I swear. I swear. I got a Polaroid the whole night. How much did they make? Twenty five grand. That's pretty damn good. Wow. Did you, did you ever see a dime of that? Are you kidding me? I wasn't a twinkle in their eye at that time, babe. Uh, yeah, but I mean, I'm thinking that, you know, when they passed, they'd left you to 25K. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think they built a pool with it. I bet. Uh, and then the last one was, again, bite your tongue, sir. The amazing Mark Summers and the amazing Double Dare. <laughs> 1986 on Nickelodeon. Loved that show. Such an underappreciated, underrated show. And underrated because he's a germaphobe and doesn't like stuff on him, and he's on the messiest show on television. My, uh, one yeah, of my getting slimed all the time. Yeah, uh-huh. one of my mentors was the voice guy for that show. That's awesome. I know, isn't it? Like that's, that's just a like cool the thing coolest, to say. That's the coolest thing ever. Okay, so Luis has three. Chris, you have one. Let me see. Yeah, it's possible if you run the table, Chris. That means Luisa gets this wrong, and then you just start cleaning house. You can actually win this game. Uh, okay. Right. There's a lot. There's a lot, go, lot going on, and we're up against the clock too. So, uh, Louisa, the board is yours, actually. So you get the next one. The category is candy. Candy. Candy, okay. not the stripper, but the actual edible <laughs> food. Okay. Here we go. E one. A. 
Why? These are free, and it's an endless supply. Sweat the rainbow! Taste the rainbow! B! Hey! First, they're sour. Then they're sweet. C! <laughs> nope. All right. Uh, Louisa, Nikki D, 60 seconds. Order them up. Candy. All right. So, A, Louisa, I'm pretty sure was Skittles. You yeah, that? that's definitely Skittles. Yep. B was, I think, Warheads. Were they Warheads Sour Patch Kids? I don't know. They could have been either or. Than, I think that's Sour Patch Kids because they're like, first they're sour, then they're sweet. And then C was, was gum, I think. Is it double mint gum? Yeah. yeah. It was one of the gums. Yeah. So, was, right. do you think do you think the gum is the oldest? I feel like the double mint gum was like yeah. old. I never said so. I feel C, like and then C A B. Yep, that's what I was gonna say. C A B. Yeah. The gum, C yeah. Skittles, and then the sweet and sour. All right. C A B. Yeah. Is that your answer? I think so. For the win, we're sticking with that. Louisa. Yes. Are okay. you Absolutely. This is your time to change it if you want to change it. I'm going to stick with my gut. <laughs> okay. All right. C-A-B. That is correct. <laughs> no! Oh, my gosh. But here's the thing. Sorry, man. Once again, you screwed them all up. Like, yeah, yeah, but that's not part of the game. Hey, <laughs> hey Chris. Yes, he was Mentos. Yes, thank yes. you. And Sour oh, Patch Mentos Kids and Skittles. Chris, yeah. we'll have some more uh, Aftershock tickets tomorrow at the same time if uh, if you want to play. You don't know Jeff or just any time. Also, Friday for the live broadcast at Sky River Casino if you want to come out, we'll have Aftershock tickets. All right, brother? Yeah, no, I appreciate it. I was actually just calling to tell Kim when it doesn't work out with Ralph, I'll be first in line, and then I got to play, so I appreciate it. Good chance she'll be out uh, at the broadcast on Friday. Just, all right, just, I'll see you guys there. Just we'll, saying. Right. We'll let her know you got all that family feud money, too. Just, yeah. So. Yeah, who wouldn't want to date that guy? Right. Carries around a Polaroid of his family and family feud back in the seventies. <laughs> uh, so we had uh, yeah Skittles nineteen or I'm sorry Mentos nineteen thirty two, Skittles nineteen seventy eight, Sour Patch Kids eighty five. Okay, yeah. well, we, were, we were pretty close. Yeah, but you guys yeah. were supposed to fall for the trick. There's a trick in there with Mentos because you think Skittles are older than Mentos, and I used a '90s commercial. Oh, we didn't get. And you guys were like, "Oh, I think that's double mint gum. That's so <laughs> super old." So that's obviously I the was first. Thinking one. the that old double mint twins commercial. Oh, yeah, yeah. the bicycles. Yeah. yeah. You notice Nikki D knew nothing. Like she just. So I know what A looks like. It's a letter. <laughs> it's got a point at the top. Clearly, I knew something. I got four rights. B, look like my breasts. <laughs> totally know what's going on here. Let's just go C, B, A. <laughs> right. We won. That's what matters. Hey, Louisa, it's nice meeting you. Thank you for listening. And if you could hold on so we get some information, we'd appreciate that, okay? Thanks so much, guys. I'm really enjoying the show. Thank you so Thank much. You. This is all fake. Next week, it'll suck real bad. <laughs> right, hang on. <laughs> Uh, all right, that was fun. Good job, Nelson. Nicely done. Nicely done. Thank you. Nicely, nicely done. Have you ever uh, looked at a, a news story about somebody getting arrested and gone and said to yourself, 
This person's too old to commit that crime. Yes. You know, like there's certain <laughs> crimes that you would commit like in your teens or your 20s, and then you see somebody in their 50s do it, and you're going, what are you even thinking? Like that shouldn't even come to mind to do something like that. <laughs> I've got an example. 52-year-old guy, what he got arrested for? That's your first thought. You're too old to do this, man. What are you thinking? Oh. Give us a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. The irony of telling you before we went to break about a story where a guy committed a crime that he's too old to commit. And I get a text from my wife. Again, my wife is a real estate agent. She's back in Atlanta. And she's the like head agent for this program that the city of Atlanta has uh, to not only get officers in houses, especially in bad parts of town as they tried to rejuvenate it for the good folks, um, but also legacy people that were born in the city to get them. in. they get a lot of incentives and stuff. Anyway, she texts me and she goes, you want to know why I can't get an officer in a house after I got him pre-approved? I said, why? She sends me a link. This dude just got popped for a DUI. That's bad. bad and, that's bad. But he went to the hospital and gave blood mm-hmm. and then he fled the scene. <laughs> Because he knows something's coming back in that blood. That's why he fled the scene. It's oh. <laughs> made it ten times worse. Something more than alcohol. And so I said, I was like, well, innocent and proven until proven guilty, right? She's like, yeah, like they're going to give him all those incentives after this bad publicity. Because <laughs> it's not even, it's not just a local story. It's a national story. Oh, sheesh. Yeah, it's, it's like on MSN or something. Well, also, they're not pulling the toxicology out of it other than the BAC right there on the spot. So you'll be all right. With that blood test. We're not going to find out about whatever nonsense you got in there until it's gone back to the actual lab. Mm-hmm. Well, that's I mean, that's like one of those crimes that you shouldn't get anyway because Uber and Lyft exist. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, especially if you're a cop. Exactly. If you're going to smoke crack and be an on-duty officer, try Uber. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> so there's certain crimes, you know, you'll look at a story and you'll go, dude, you're too old to commit that crime. And when we were young, I was a bad kid. Like, I started drinking and smoking and getting high when I was like 12 we would break into houses and uh, cars and steal. Those are the days where they had the Alpine pullouts and, you know, we'd, I mean, just smash and grabs. It was a really, really bad kid. Really bad. And I'm sorry. I never knew you were a robber. I knew you smoked and drank, but sheesh. Yeah. I mean, well, uh, it, it, you know when it all stopped is when I got popped for stealing a $1.29 white with black paisley do-rag from Kmart. Oh, no. Oh. And it was the summer... Uh, it was the spring break my senior year, and I was going to play college football somewhere. And I had different opportunities. And as I was walking out, I shoved it down my pants for some reason, and I got stopped by you know, Kmart police, whoever they are. And they took me to a back room, and a cop showed up. And he's like, we need to call your parents. Ooh. And that, those were the days where you had your own line. So mm-hmm. I gave him my line. I was like, oh, and I panicked. And I said, oh, my mom's on vacation. She's in Africa. <laughs> Africa. <laughs> That's the only place he can think that she Couldn't have said Ohio. <laughs> like, I wasn't I wasn't as quick and witty back then. Indiana. <laughs> and they go, okay, well, if you don't want to go to jail, uh, then she has to call us in a week. When does she get home? I was like, she'll be home by then. She's coming back soon. <laughs> She's on a quick safari. <laughs> so I told her, and I remember I remember the disappointment in my mom's face, and she the only thing she said to me, like I didn't get any trouble. She just said to me, she goes, do we not give you enough? <laughs> right. But you got to steal something that costs a dollar and some change. So anyway, you know, even at eight or 17 or whatever I was, that's a, that's a, that's a silly crime, but that's expected from a 17 year old. When you're 52, you don't key cars. That's just absurd. Oh, no. So this dude, Clifford Edwards from Missouri, Springfield, he's a real estate exec. 
and he's vacationing in Florida. Uh, and this couple noticed them standing next to their like brand new Nissan Altima. And they're outside of this restaurant called Toasted Monkey. And uh, they confronted him. And he laughed and he ran away. And they saw that he, that he scratched. Well, I guess he didn't key it. He scratched the car with his butter knife. Which For is, no reason. Like, and that's another thing. If you're going to key a car, you key it with a key. I mean, that's the whole point of the name, right? Yeah. You don't use a butter knife. That's silly. So and they you think, write like some derogatory word in the side of it because you're mad at the person whose car you're keying. <laughs> you don't just randomly scratch it. No, I don't, I, I've had my car keyed once, and they, it was just a scratch. It was a bunch of scratches. But they didn't. That takes a, that's next level stuff if you're. Well, she must drawing have been in a hieroglyphics oh, right. in your car, <laughs> like kind of Banksy project <laughs> over here. Uh, so the the guy they think they took the the, the butter knife from the restaurant and, and why they think that because this dumbass's name was on the wait list. Oh my goodness! So they he gave the toasted <laughs> monkey his cell phone number to call him when his seat was available, and I guess in order to kill time, he decided to just randomly go out and butter knife these people's car. He's just venting. The guys letting off a little steam. Cops come, they pick him up, and they arrest him, and they ask him why he did it, and he claims it was a spring break mistake. No, no, no. So no. many red flags in this. You're 52, dude. Spring break was over 30 years ago. <laughs> exactly. Now, I went to community college, and there was a dude going back for second education or trying to get another career, and he was in his 50s, so maybe he was having a little spring break fun. If you're 52 and still celebrating spring break, there's a problem. Oh, well. That's an issue. I tried to save him. Right? No. No saving him. I tried him. to save him. And I've always said, you know, when you key, when you when a car is keyed, that's personal. You know, that's uh, oh yeah, you're not you're not keying a stranger's car. This might be the first time that I've ever heard of a random stranger let's just call it keying keying somebody's car. That's what I'm saying. Normally, it's passion involved. You're mad, keying cars, slashing tires, you busting sound like out windows. Somebody who's done all of that right now. Just the passion um. in your eyes as you're saying it. <laughs> You know, when you're really getting in there and you twist the knife so he can't fix the tire. Right. You got to be upset to do like so. like Nikki Underwood over there. A crazy woman <laughs> a crazy woman one time told me that don't you're not supposed to slash all four tires because insurance will pay for four tires that have been slashed, but not three. Or just do the two because most people only have one spare. So you got to do at least two so he can't That's leave. diabolical. But this is old school revenge. Nowadays, you just, what, cyber porn or hack somebody's account. Uh-huh. Doxum. Nobody, nobody keys cars anymore when they're mad at their. No, you, you key know, their action. life. Right. You just you, you steal their you identity their and drain their bank accounts. Yeah. It's really easy. There's YouTube videos. There's an eight-year-old from China that taught me how to do it. <laughs> right. <laughs> this guy admitted to everything. Described it as a spring break mistake. They arrested him for felony criminal mischief, and his wife had to bail him out. Love to hear that conversation. She should have. Curse him, slap out. That's silly. So here's the other part of this. This is what they don't do in news stories. Like, was his wife inside waiting? Or was he at the Toasted Monkey with somebody else? And who was he with? Oh, that's a good question. Because if he's coming from out of town, she had to be somewhere near to bail him out. Or did she have to fly in to do it? Because they don't know if there's, like, any relationship between him and this car. Yeah, they should have found that out. Anyway. All right. Second round of headlines. Nikki D, what do you got? I'm going to tell you what favorite local event is coming back in the latest March Madness upset. All right. Get educated. Uh, round two of headlines. Stick around. It's the BS on 98 Rock. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Read all about it, baby. Extra, extra. Read all about it. Headlines. This, my friends, would be round two of headlines. Get learned from the one and only Nikki D. Go ahead. 
fruits, veggies, and more are coming back. H3. Well, it's time to stock up on all those fresh fruits and vegetables this spring with the Midtown Farmers Market. Ever since we've gotten to Sacramento, all I've heard about are how great the farmer's markets are. We got to go to the farmer's market. So when I saw this news story, I felt excited. The farmer's market, 10th season, is coming back April 1st. They're going to have over 200 vendors. This is going to start from April, go all the way until October. The only catch is they're only going to be out on Saturdays, and I'm going to make sure that I go out there. They're going to be starting between J and Capitol Mall. If you want like the actual address to start, it's 20th Street, Sacramento, California. This comes around every season. They're going to have all the things. They're going to have fruits. They're going to have vegetables, um, different vendors that you can try and sample things on, and I'm excited to go out there. Uh, you know, we live in the fork-to-table capital. That means all these things that are grown right in our own backyard. Yeah. You know, it's doing – so uh, there's a, a gentleman that works for this fine company that we work for, Odyssey, you know, that's high up on the food chain, mm-hmm. Vince. And he was telling me, you know, about the trip because I met up with him in Vegas before mm-hmm. – as we were driving cross-country. And he had made that trip as well with his family years ago. And he uh, – he, he like memorized every little aspect of because I was nervous with the weather and the mountains and I just I get nervous you know like I'm not a big driver guy like that and so he was you know he was like yeah right before Bakersfield this is going to happen and then once you get here you're in the clear and then it's just miles of farmland mm-hmm. and he was spun on and you're just driving with miles and miles of like almond fields and this fields and that fields and it was cool like to know that that you know, the farmers still exist, right? You always hear stories of like the farmers no longer exist, but to know that exist and they're able to actually make a living out of it. And I'm an almond milk drinker. You are. <laughs> so I noticed that when I was picking some almond, like everybody says, California, it's so expensive. You know, yeah, there are a lot of things that are more expensive than other places in the country. Absolutely. But almond milk is cheaper here. Oh, oh really? So close to the source. Yeah. It's like, it's like a dollar, if not more, cheaper, cheaper a gallon. And I wonder. A carton does it taste better because you're here you know what i mean like a guinness tastes better in dublin does the almond milk taste better here in sack for conversation's sake sure <laughs> absolutely just happy to be here but i too am a farmer's market guy yeah I'm, I'm excited to go out there and check it out so that's why like when you go to restaurants everything's so fresh yeah it's because it's fork to table i mean i was so excited to pick an orange in our backyard oh that was so exciting i still oh. eat those oranges as a phone that's a different story. She wanted me to stop the other day at this neighborhood that we're currently temporarily living in so she could go up to these people's door and ask if she could pick a lemon yes. off their lemon tree. And I was like, no, that's not happening. You do this on your own time. That's weird. That were my house and you showed up to want to pick a lemon. I think you're a weirdo. I don't think I'm a weirdo. Those people had a tree full. I'm sure they would have welcomed me with open arms and probably told me to take as many as I wanted. Because they're sick of them following and they got to pick them up off the ground. Okay. Because I asked somebody that. I go, how do you guys get tired of having oranges and stuff that I see them just laying on the ground like nothing? And it's like, have an orange tree, dude. Eventually you'll get sick of oranges too. It's like, yeah, exactly. Like you guys are like scavengers. Like, oh my God, look at this shiny thing. It's a, it's a unicorn. It's the great white buffalo. I've got to touch it. The food is growing right here. I've never seen that before. You guys think it's embarrassing to be around me sometimes. Oh. Just think about me being around y'all sometimes. <laughs> I'm the worst. All right, next one. Another big upset for March Madness has fans on tilt. H4. And advance to the Sweet 16 and pull off another upset over a number one seed with this possession. Harden. 
she gets it. Uh, Monday night, another number one seed, Indiana, lost before the Sweet 16, which is something that we're seeing happen pretty often now in this uh, March Madness tournaments that's been going on. We saw Purdue and Kansas both went down before expected, and this has been very, very chaotic if you're one of the people who are doing those brackets and your teams keep getting crossed out. Well, nobody can have a perfect bracket. You're always looking. I, I, I didn't follow to the Sweet 16, so I don't know who the Cinderella team is. That's the one you put your money on. So I don't, I don't know who that is. And that's like, just one team? Well, yeah. I mean, there's there's going to be the worst team, you know, or not the worst team, but the not odds-on favorite team. That'd be uh, Princeton 15, 15 seed. Okay, there you go, Princeton. Going up against uh, the boys from my hometown, Creighton, so I, I hope that Cinderella uh, does not find her other shoe. Would that be two Cinderella teams, though? But there's six seed. Is that a Cinderella team at six seed, do you think? I've always heard of Creighton before. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Then I'll take it. Then I hope my Cinderella is the one that gets into the the ball again. I say that like a diehard college basketball fan's like, <laughs> don't you remember Creighton '89? <laughs> Dude, I'm from there, and I just know the name because I'm from there. So that's it. I have I don't have a horse in that. You're the idiot on the radio not talking about Creighton. <laughs> Johnny Wings '89. Had four triple doubles. Johnny Wings. In the Sweet 16. You remember first ballot NBA Hall of Famer? Johnny, Johnny Wing Wings is what they called him. Uh, okay, this is ironic, Nelson, that we put this together. Nikki has no idea what we're about to do. We're going to call this Nikki D doesn't know. It's oh a play on gosh. words. Nikki D, when you put the D in there. Now I get it. Uzzent, doesn't. I, I thought it, it was a typo. I, I thought it was a typo, and I was just like, I'm just going to let it happen. Uh, because of an off-air conversation that happened actually between Nikki D and Nelson, which I was told about afterwards. I'm but the sorry. irony is I'm sorry, Nikki. we wow. just played order up, and it kind of is fitting. So now everybody's on the same page <laughs> as what I've always known and that you now know. Oh, it became shockingly evident when she said this to me yesterday. So we'll explain what this is all about here in just a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. Before I explain to you and Nikki D, the Nikki D doesn't know bit, <laughs> which she's clueless on, I'd like to invite you listening uh, out to the live broadcast on Friday. Uh, we, the BS, the Bailey Show, will be at Sky River Casino, uh, one Sky River Parkway. It's in Elk Grove. We'll do the show there from 3 until 7 p. We'll be at the 32 Brew Street. Correct. Right, 32 Brew Street. They've got plenty of televisions if you're trying to catch some of the college basketball games. Uh, we'll have uh, tickets for Aftershock to give out. Mm-hmm. We'll also have tickets, pit passes for Disturbed at the Toyota Amphitheater. So lots of good stuff to give out. Plus, afterwards, we're going to be hanging out, doing some gambling, and having a couple adult beverages, getting into a weekend. Just another opportunity for us to meet you, uh, which would be our honor and our pleasure. So uh, if we could do that. That would be cool. Also, BS tumblers, and I think we have some new BS t-shirts. Oh, nice. Yeah, so a lot of cool stuff for Friday. Nelson, have you talked to our friend over at Sky River, Debbie? Uh, I have sent a text message out to her, but I have not heard back from her yet. I will uh, give her another call today. Maybe she maybe works nights and sleeps during the day. Mem- memory serves. She said that she was going to connect us with the lady that's in charge of gaming. Right? Yes, and I have. That's what I have sent out in my correspondence. Is that too pushy to ask for them to add Mississippi Stud? I feel like it's a little pushy. Is it? Okay, we, we just got here. Okay, should I? Should I not? Should I not pursue it then? Just wait a little bit. Wait just a little give bit. Give it a little bit of time. Okay, that's good advice. Yeah, uh, I won't. No, don't worry about it. Don't, don't talk to her. Nikki said no. Oh, she put the kibosh on it. Okay. She says it's uh, too it's, needy. 
Just let's just wait. I can't be the only Mississippi stud player <laughs> in and around Sacramento. Mm-mm. It's just impossible. You're just the only one with a platform, and so now you're using that platform to benefit yeah, everybody. As a politician, this is my platform. Though. This is my- <laughs> <laughs> Nothing else. I just want my game. <laughs> well, I bring it up to people at the tables. You know, when we were there Friday night playing Ultimate Hold'em, I'm bringing it up. You know, you like as a gambler, you kind of you feel like, well, I'm I'm usually you know you you. <laughs> it's like the first thing you say to somebody. Everybody's kind of a little bit clueless on the game. I don't know if they've even ever played it before. So, so you might be the only one. I might be the only one. Absolutely. Well, start a revolution. All right. Nikki doesn't know. <laughs> That's the game. Hey, I tell you what, actually, let me <coughs> let me get this. <coughs> Excuse me. Do you if uh you listen to what disturb tickets? I've got a, I've got an extra pair to give away today. You do. So here's the deal. If you just want to get in on this and help Nikki out so she doesn't sound overly silly. Um their pit passes to serve Toy Amphitheater July 18th. Uh okay. Um Okay, gotcha. Yeah, so that's what we have. So if you want to just call up, I'll just take it the first person on the phone to help her. 916-909-0985. And if you do well, I'll give you the tickets. <laughs> this, this isn't like a planned kind of giveaway thing, but I, I know that she's going to need help. And I have these extra tickets to give away. So we can do that uh, if you'd like these tickets. So yesterday, I was told there was a conversation after the show or during the show. Off air. It was off. It was after the show. It was at the very end of the show. Okay. Between Nikki D and Nelson. I'm trying to think of what I said to him. And I don't, you want to explain it because I don't know the context that it was. The There is a song that was playing on the radio station. And she did not know that this song was a real song. Uh, <laughs> she thought this song was made up by an actor in a movie. And as soon as I heard her say that, I immediately emailed you so that like. Boom, you would have it. Hold on for a second. Hold on for a second. Hey, hey, Susan, are you there? I am. Okay, can I, I'm going to put you on hold and just listen and we'll explain it and then I'll pop you back up, okay? Okay, thanks. All right, thank you. Just hang up. The song is what Nikki D thought from the original artist was N1. Roxanne, <laughs> you don't have to put on a red light. <laughs> And you thought that Eddie Murphy was the original singer of Roxanne. Yes, I thought it was just a song he was singing in jail. Do you know what movie that's from even? Yeah, it's from, um, I think, Beverly Hill Cops 2. No. It's or is 48 Hours. 48 Hours, yes. yes Reggie yes. Hammond. Another 48 Hours. Now, the real song, and 2 Roxanne, <laughs> you don't have to put on the red light. <laughs> So that's oh, that's the police. That's what you hear on 98 Rock. 1978 Sting, not the wrestler. Oh. <laughs> All these years. Oh, I'm going to get you. She thinks Eddie Murphy's <laughs> the singer of Roxanne. <laughs> All right, hold on. KRXQ and KRXQ HD1 in Sacramento. We are always free on the Odyssey app. You can download the BS podcast on the Odyssey app as well. It is 98 Rock. Let me pull Susan back up. All right, Susan, here's what I need from you, okay? I'm going to play a piece, or Nelson's going to play a piece of audio from someone in a movie singing a song that's not theirs, okay? 
There's no rules to this game. Just help her out and do well, and I'll give you the disturbed tickets. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Nikki, are you ready? This is oh, Nikki doesn't know, <laughs> I, which I feel is going to be a reoccurring bit. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so we want to start off with N3, right? We uh-huh. must, okay, we'll go yeah. N3. I said hip-hop. I hip it to the hip to the hip-hip-hop. You don't stop the rock to the bang-bang-boogie. They up-jump the boogie to the rhythm of the boogie the beat. I tell you what, just tell me the original artist. Ooh. I think that's how we help her. Mm-hmm. Right, so she doesn't say Eddie Murphy again. <laughs> Um, I think this one was the Sugar Hill game. All right, yeah, that's right. So you should talk to Susan. She's going to help you out. N4, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Do you know the movie? That was the clip before? I know that was Betty White singing that in the movie. And no? Susan, do you know what the movie was? <laughs> I do not. You want to guess? Uh. Is it the Sandra Bullock movie? Mm. Mm. It's the wedding singer, oh, Rosie. Oh, the wedding She was singer. the teacher to, uh, or she was getting singer. lessons from Adam Sandler. Yes. Yeah, gotcha. I saw that. All right. Well, Susan, you're not doing well. <laughs> That's so right. You had to do good. That's <laughs> right. We got plenty of time to kill. <laughs> uh, let's, uh, can I skip around? Yeah, go okay ahead. Uh, yeah, okay. I just gave it to that order so you'd have it in chunks. Okay, give me N9. You never close your eyes anymore when I kiss your lips there's no tenderness like before in your fingertips you're trying hard not to show it baby but baby believe me i know it you've lost that love and feeling Know the next line, baby, 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 baby I, I get down, down on my knees for you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, um, Susan, <laughs> Susan knows it, right? Yeah, uh, it's Top Gun. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. I'll give you whatever point. Top Gun. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Do, do you know the song, Susan? Is it um, is it Frank Sinatra? I like that weather <laughs> <laughs> you said who? Hold on. That was to Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say, Susan? Just, um, just tell I me. You've lost that love and feeling. Yeah, you've. I'll give you. You've lost that love and feeling. The band, the Righteous Brothers, and right, it was Top Gun, Pete Maverick, Goose. Okay. Anthony, what do you mean okay? I'm just saying okay. I'm listening to what you have to say. It's, you sounded right, look, like Frank Sinatra the way y'all were singing. Okay, look. Here's the deal. If if we're gonna play Nikki doesn't know, you have to. You get learned a little bit am, and get excited about being educated. Don't don't get, don't haddish me. I'm not haddishing you. <laughs> okay, Susan, you're doing a great job. I have a good feeling about this ticket. <laughs> okay, uh, let's uh, let's go N15. N15. Are we supposed to dance? 
I don't know if we're supposed to dance. Play guitar just like a ring in a bell. Go, go. Go, Johnny, go, go. All right. Y'all anything, guys? Okay, I think Go Johnny Go was in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. <laughs> right? Go Johnny Go, Ferris Bueller. Grease? Susan? Susan? Uh, back to the Future? Thank you very <gasps> much. Oh, Back to the Future. And that, the character was? McFly. Uh, yeah. yeah, George. Um, yeah, Jedro. Oh, I, I can't remember his name. <laughs> Marty, Marty McFly. Yeah, Marty McFly. Jethro McFly. That's his <laughs> And the real one, yeah. By Johnny Knox. That's Domino. <laughs> Johnny Knox. Oh my God. Is he a wrestler? <laughs> Chuck Berry. Chuck Berry, okay. It's your cousin Marvin. Yeah, Marvin Berry. Louisiana across from New Orleans. We're back up in the woods and up in the evergreens. We stood in our cabin made of earth and wood. We lived a country boy named Johnny Be Good. What a great song. I love that song. Yes. One of my faves. Okay. Johnny Be Good, by the way. Let's, the let's, uh, let's, let's, let's see if we can make her look smart. Give her, <laughs> give her N17. She's going to know this. For the bus, dear, while riding, I think of us, dear. I'll say a little prep for you. At work, I just take time, and all through my coffee break time, I say a little prep for you. Forever and ever, you say in my heart, and I will love you forever and ever. We never were Give me something. Okay, I I know what movie this is from. Yeah, please. Oh, yeah. Best friend's wedding. Or my, sure, let's leave that out. My, okay, my yeah. best friend's wedding. At this wedding. point, let's give it to her. It's kind of like my social media is just on space. I say a little prayer for you. Uh, and I yeah. think it's sung by Sally. Sally Rod. Fields. Sally Fields. Oh. Is that right? I, I'm just saying that I wasn't expecting you to give like who the actor who was singing. I got to tell you. Nicely done. That's wrong. Like, way wrong. Nope. Yeah, that's so wrong. Like, not even close to being right. Susan? That's our. I have no idea. <laughs> well, Rupert, Rupert Murdoch in the movie sang the, mo- uh, sang the song. Rupert, Rupert Everett. Or Rupert Everett. Rupert Murdoch. It's a Fox Rupert guy. Rupert Murdoch, the guy who owns Fox. <laughs> yeah. But this is the real song, N18. The great Aretha Franklin. I did not know that. <laughs> I want to check your wallet because I'm taking some cards away from you right now. Oh, no. I'm not going to say which ones. <laughs> Jesus. soul. I thought I was like teeing that up for you. I knew a song in the movie. Right. Yeah, like, how do you know that? You don't know Aretha. <laughs> yeah, out of all the movies, my best friend's wedding, she knows. <laughs> but let's give credit where the credit is due. You know who's killing it is Susan. Yeah. Online, too. <laughs> Susan, hats off to you, my friend. You're doing a great job. <laughs> and by the way, anybody listening, you're going, it's this easy to win tickets on this show? I might listen tomorrow. Yeah, it is. All right. Uh, I, I dare to say, let's give her... Can you can you can you stop hitting other people with your car, Susan? Thank you. Uh, let's go ahead and do. Where am I at? N eleven. There we go. 
Gonna find my baby, gonna hold her tight, gonna grab some afternoon delight. My motto's always been, when it's right, it's right. Why wait until the middle of a cold, dark night? When everything's a little clearer in the light of day. And we know the night is always gonna be here anyway. Thinking of you's working up my appetite Looking forward to a little afternoon delight Rubbing sticks and stones together make the sparks ignite And the thought of loving you is getting Gotta so do it right exciting Skyrockets in flight Woo! Afternoon delight Woo! <laughs> 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 afternoon delight What do you think? This is the guy that was, was in that movie with um, Eddie Murphy with Jennifer, and he does all that singing all the time. And I can't think of what his name is. Oh, gosh. I can see his face, though. Susan, do you have any idea? I, I'm trying to think. It's the, Nothing's ringing a bell. The movie that she... Do you know the name of the song? They only said it 40 times. I mean, the, yeah, the name of the song. No. I, you you didn't hear us. Thank you. That's all we need. See, Susan's your go-to. It's a love making at about 2 p.m. Uh, yeah. Afternoon delight. Is that what you called? You know, you could have even grabbed Matt Damon in Goodwill Honey. Oh, yes. When he's uh, laying on the couch. What Dang movie it. was this? Anchorman. Oh. Anchorman, yeah. Will Ferrell, Paul Rudd, Steve Carell. Steve Carell, that's him. That's the singing guy right there. The singing guy. All right, let's go to another one. Susan. Nice job. All right. <laughs> I think you, you've got, hold on. Let me put a point there. 28 points. <laughs> Good job. Susan, you rock. All right. Let's oh go N19. Uh, when the moon is in the seventh house and Jupiter aligns with Mars, then peace will guide the planet. Dawning the age of Aquarius, the age of Aquarius, Aquarius. Okay. <laughs> y'all pull the most craziest audio. No, I say love- say what you want to say. Y'all oh pull the whitest audio. <laughs> Aquarius, is that the name of the song? There you go, look, look at, at that! <laughs> and Susan knows who originally sang it or knows the actor, right? No. See? That's Nikki point. D should know the actor. He's that singing guy that Steve she was Carell? Gonna, there, there you, you go. Are. That's <sighs> another eight points for Susan. <laughs> <laughs> now you're up to 54. That's how good my math and is. And what movie was this? 40-year-old virgin. It's right oh. after he has it for the first time. That is your favorite movie of all time. It no, be. it's not. It's one of them. It's a great movie. It's a phenomenal movie. It's a classic. Oh I've never seen it. And it's got a black guy in it. Ooh. It does. Romney Malco, who's it, one of the best uh, like co-comedian guy, like the, the support guy. Yeah. I love Romney Malco. He gets into a fight with Kevin Hart in it. 
Amazing. I've seen 40-Year-Old Virgin. I just don't remember uh, all the lines from it. You don't remember much. You've got <sighs> amnesia or something. Ugh. All right. Um, we're done. I mean, I've got more. Give me one more just good one quickly. Because you feel kind of stupid? I got to get one. Okay. Uh, 23 maybe? No. Y'all gave me all crazy Oh, ones. here we go. <laughs> N25. 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 <laughs> yes. Make my way downtown. Walking fast. This is past the homebound. You know the movie. It's Bridesmaids. <laughs> oh my god. I teed it up for you. Oh my god. Susan, for the win. I thought it was, thought it was Bridesmaids also. There you go. Good job, they Susan. They did this song in Bridesmaids. It's, no, they did not do no. this song in Bridesmaids. They did? No. no, they did Wilson Phillips in Bridesmaids. Right. <gasps> Thank you. Uh, it's White Chicks. Oh, with uh-huh. them in the car. And Susan, the original artist, was who, of course? Susan. <laughs> Don't know. Yeah, Vanessa Carlton. Absolutely. That's exactly right. Nicely done. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I'm going to puke. All right. Well, Susan, I'm going to put you on hold. I want to let you get back to skydiving. Hold on. <laughs> Cracking Nelson up. Oh my God. <laughs> but Susan will get those pit passes for Disturbed. That I'd like to see, actually, oh at the Toyota Amphitheater. My piece of paper that Nikki D gave me said the concert's going to be July 18th in the year 2677. Okay. So I guess you got to wait is, on that one. This is a future concert? <laughs> no, it's July 18th, and then I gave you the address. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't think I don't think in twenty twenty six seventy seven Draven's gonna be like. All right, that's uh the first edition. I think we can do this again of Nikki D doesn't know. Nelson, you're a traitor, and I'm gonna get you back. I'm not a traitor. That made us all look good. You can't get him back because he does all the audio and stuff. Like virtually impossible. Because <laughs> I sure the hell ain't doing his job. Sheesh. Yeah. So it's just gonna. And plus the the bit doesn't Nelson D doesn't know it just doesn't go. I don't even have a D in my name. You don't. But you have a an L. By the way, I'm looking through this. Now. You, you got you got none of them right. Dude. L. None of them. No, I got the Sugar Hill Gang right. Oh, yeah. That's something to be proud of. I am proud of that. All right. Go talk to Susan. Give her the disturbed tickets. Uh, All right. Let's update you on uh, Friday, what we have for you on Friday. Also, I noticed something very interesting. And again, being new to town, I don't know if this is like a California thing or not. If it is, that's fine. Uh, Maybe it's a generational thing, but how I address certain people 
is just how I am. And I got kind of a weird, funny look at the grocery store from this individual when I addressed him as something. And I'll tell you what it was here in a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. I think I saw a picture on Instagram from Sky River that somebody just yesterday or the day before won six figures on the slot machine. Oh, oh see? I it tried. Might, it might have even been like, I think, I want to say it was like $318,000. And you be dissing the slots. That's why I'll be over there playing them. I'm feeling lucky now. <laughs> I'm not saying you cannot win on slots. <laughs> I'm just more of a card guy. That's all. I See, mean, I was one notch away. They have very good slot machines. They have a lot of fun slot machines. They do. Uh, and you can play them all Friday night or Friday, 3 to 7. We're doing the show out there. So join the BS at Sky River Casino, Elk Grove. It's right there on Sky River Parkway. You can't miss it. Uh, we'll have we'll be at the 32, uh, 32 Brew Street, so that's where we'll be set up. Mm-hmm. Stop by for uh, your chance to win aftershock passes, disturb tickets, and you can watch all the the college games, basketball games. They got all kinds of televisions. We'll have BS tumblers and T-shirts, and, and and the crew here does an amazing job. Promotions, engineering, everybody comes out, and, and we had so much fun last week at Twin Peaks. Which, by the way, thanks for the food you guys dropped off today. It was delicious. Those little cheese cubes i couldn't stop eating them so they're like um like cheese sticks but they're in the cube form Mm -hmm. you know they're like poppers Mm. so thank you to twin peaks and sacramento appreciate that but anyway uh friday hope you can join us please please do that i i I, I, i'm still trying to feel you know different parts of the country that you live everybody acts differently right i mean the the stereotypes are real and they're fine it's not a negative it's just that's how we are as human beings so you know moving from the south right from Atlanta uh, over to the West Coast, which I've wanted to live here for for numerous years, you're going to experience not culture shock because this actually Sacramento reminds me a lot of when I lived in Orlando, actually. But you're going to experience a difference, you know, whether it's laws or how people feel or you know all that kind of stuff. I'm a Gen Xer, I'm 47 years old, so I'm a dude guy. I've learned to get out of saying the word chick, right? Mm-hmm. It's not politically correct anymore. You don't say chick. So I get it. You don't do that. Just call yeah. him the B word now? No. no. <laughs> Definitely don't do this. But I'm, no, no, no. I'm no. also a big bro guy. So it's thanks, bro. Because I feel like you develop some kind of camaraderie with a stranger when you automatically call them bro. I think bro's out of style now, though. I'm not trying to be in style. I'm the la- Look at me. Do I look like I'm style? Yes, you no, do. I don't. I'm the I'm the farthest thing from style. <laughs> so we it was actually when you and I were at the grocery store, Nikki. Oh, really? And we were checking out, and we were talking to a bag boy. We were uh, <laughs> by birth, and we were talking about the bag situation. You know how we have to pay, pay for, for bag, bags. and I was I forgot my bag, my bags in my truck. And he was very nice and very informative. Uh, and I really enjoyed having that conversation where I, like, did not want to leave the self-checkout line. He was just that good. And he was bagging my groceries at the self-checkout line, which was, like, even more weird. And I remember I said to him, I go, bro, it was really nice to talk to you. I appreciate it. It was just that quick. And his whole demeanor changed. Oh, no. And he just looked at me like I offended him because I called him bro. Or maybe he just was excited that you acknowledged his hard work and you fist pumped him. No, 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 no. He was not excited. That's what I'm saying. His demeanor changed in the negative way. Like He didn't like you saying bro. He did not. You could tell he did not like me saying bro. So I don't know if it's a, and he was a lot younger. He's pro, he was, you know, young 20s, mm-hmm. maybe late teens or something. He'd moved from Los Angeles and 
you know, telling me the whole story. So I don't know if it's a generational thing. It's an age thing, possibly, where the younger generation doesn't want to be called that. Or is it one of those kind of new age things where, you know, the pronouns and all that kind of stuff? Well, I'm not looking to offend anybody. I'll do whatever you want me to do if it makes you happy. I'm not trying to get on anyone's bad side. I just thought that was very interesting. I, I don't maybe I just haven't picked it up before. I just never noticed it. Like from the outside, do you feel like you could have misgendered this individual? That's what they would call that then misgendered the individual yeah so if this person was uh outwardly appearing male but perhaps was trying to transition or was female or non-binary well you, i mean look that's not on me if you're too no. tricky and i can't figure it out if, that's, too as long tricky. As if you just tell people i think as long as you say hey you know by the way it's actually not bro it'd be sis in my case and then you'd be like okay sis, cool. hey, you know what if somebody said that to me I, i'm not one of those guys that are going to sit there and tell them that they're wrong and be like <laughs> you know what my bad man <laughs> i can't I just did it. <laughs> Try dude. Dude is gender neutral. And so I, I'm a dude guy as well. Oh. You know. Now Nikki D has got a friend that transitioned I do. from male to female. Okay. Even had some surgery, right? Had surgery, has boobs, yes. Okay. Has boobs and was going to go through with the ding ding surgery. surgery. Was going to go through with that, yes, but didn't get the money. Uh, right. So then decided like eh, eh, I'm going back. Yes. Oh. And so he went from dude to lady to lady to dude. Oh, God. He's Thank the God extended version that. of an Aerosmith song. Like, really, really love. <laughs> Nicest guy in the world, by the way. Very funny. Was my nail tech. That's how we met. Yeah, he was good. Uh, but he, I didn't offend him when I interviewed him. No, he has some of the loosest skin you'll find. Very well, That's because the surgery. The doctor is horrible. It's very open. Thank you. So it's hard to offend him, actually. He was very patient with me when I was trying to learn all the things. Is it? Well, what did they say back in the fifties? Did they? How did they address everybody? Uh, I believe that people were just like uh, assaulted in groups. Like they, I don't know anybody addressed anybody. They just got beat up if they were different. No, no, no. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the guy dressing like another guy. What, what would they say? Oh, they would call that. A, a, you remember it was back in the day they called it a transvestite. Transvestite. No, no, no. You're missing my point. Oh. Just a dude walking up to a dude and saying, like in the fifties, like he didn't say dude or oh, bro. Oh. oh. He say sir or or gentleman or I don't think they lad. Have, my good man. Hello, my good man. Lad is British, you dummy. Lad. They might have said it here too. Though. I don't think they had terms in the fifties. They just called, it was like they just everybody knew each other's names. Just all, there weren't any. There weren't enough people around that you had to even worry they about it. Terms. And then so like what happened in the seventies? Address everybody. That was uh, man, man, like man. Hey, man. A lot of mans. Stop it, man. And so even for women, it was man. You know, like, hey, man, dude, don't do that, man, because everybody's high, right, in the 70s and mm-hmm. sleeping with each other. Mm-hmm. And then in the 80s, it was it was bro. Bro, dude? Yeah, I think bro started up in the 80s, right? It might have started. And then you go, bro, like, I'm thinking frat guy, I'm thinking Revenge of the Nerds. Like, I'm thinking Hulk Hogan, brother. A brother, yeah. A brother. Brother. Maybe we blame Hulk Hogan. This is all Hogan's fault. Everybody's brother. And then in the 90s, it kind of carried over. So now that, you know, I'm at an age where you know, I just don't think about it and, you know, the whole world moves by you because of these new rules and you just can't catch up. I'm telling you, he was younger. So I think, you know, what I'm talking about, right? I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. But I think because he was younger than us, for sure, that the the bruh, because, you know, they reinvented it. I think it's gone out of style and they're using a different word. So maybe I feel like he was looking like, mm. let's play it out. Why are you calling me, bro? All right. So it wasn't offensive. He was just like, you're just an old timer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I think he was right. doing. Well, that's cool if that's the case. So yeah. what's the new term to address somebody as? 
I need to ask my kid because I don't know. Is dog back in? I like dog. What's up, oh, dog? That ain't back in. <laughs> What's up, dog? No, no, especially, drop the G off? Especially when you use your black voice. No. I know you're trying to keep it. I know you're trying to keep it on home, but. <laughs> As he says, one home. One home. This is my house. My, my house. All right, third round of headlines. Oh, Anybody God. would like to tell me the rules, if you know the rules. I don't know. Do I just say you? Yeah. You is gender neutral. You, they. You know. Instagram asked me what pronouns I want to use. I didn't even know what that meant. Mm-mm. I was like, I'd Him, pull, he. I had to pull out that big red English book from back in the day. Oh, my God. <laughs> we had in high school. <laughs> All right, third round of headlines, Nikki D. I'm going to tell you what California law a judge is trying to nix in. What attacked a man in a hot tub? All right, get learned a little bit here with your third round of headlines coming up. It's the BS on 98 Rock. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines, read all about it, baby. Extra, extra, read all about it. Here we go. Third round of headlines. Nikki D, go ahead. A federal judge is not feeling this new gun law, H5. Early Thursday evening, a federal judge blocked the gun law that would limit the number of bullets in a magazine to 10. Gun owners and makers were working to make sure their firearms were in compliance. The judge's arguments are that the requirements they're having now in the state of California to be a gun owner is violating your Second Amendment rights. So just quickly, the top three things is saying that you have to have in order to have this handgun is that the chamber load has to have an indicator which shows whether or not the gun is loaded a magazine disconnect mechanism that's going to stop the gun from firing if the magazine is not properly inserted, and a micro-stamping capability so that law enforcement can more easily link the gun back to bullets that come out of it. They're saying this is pretty much almost impossible to have one gun do all of these things, and so they're saying the legislation is just not right. I think I'm going to agree with that. Just to be clear, I'm very much pro-gun Hold on for a second for you non-gun people. (laughs) Come for you. Responsible gun owners. There's a big difference. So I'm very much pro registering your gun, you know, and and that's been the argument, right? Of like, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to, it's like, why? You're you're registered with your driver's license, registered for everything. You, and, and I've never quite understood if you're a responsible firearm owner, we should be disgusted by the people that go and buy firearms and do horrible things. Exactly. You know, so we should, if we're not doing anything wrong, a responsible firearm owner is not doing anything wrong. We have it for home protection. We have it for personal protection. We have it for whatever protection. That's our right. But these people go out there and, 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 and you know, the mass murders and kills and mass shootings and all that stuff. We want to get rid of those people. Mm-hmm. And most of the time those people have, you know, gotten the gun illegally or they've gone, whatever the case may be. So, Find them, right? Anyway, right. Um, I think also, oh, by the way, but you that is impossible because that means that you're, you're saying that, you know, if that gun exists, and let's say it's a Kel-Tec or Smith & Wesson or whoever the, the, the manufacturer is, maybe another manufacturer doesn't offer that gun. Or you're possibly creating a monopoly at that point. Exactly. So then the questions start coming up is like, all right, well, whatever politicians that's trying to push this through... Who's in their pocket? What's their agenda? What's their agenda? Mm-hmm. Because, by the way, there's more to the gun story than just straight-up guns. There's a lot of money to be made. And what's funny about it, if you ask anybody in the gun business, whether a manufacturer or especially those that make ammunition, mm-hmm. they'll tell you when the opposite administration gets in the office, gets in office, uh-huh. 
That's who they want. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Because everybody goes out and buys them. Yep. That's true. And, you know, Caltech was in uh, as a plant, uh, if not based in Cocoa Beach, Florida, where I lived for numerous years. I had a lot of friends that worked over there. And I like Caltech uh, guns. I got a couple of them. And they would say, like, God is, you know, they might lean one way, but they're like, man, for business purposes, we want that guy. Because <laughs> they, they only, like, manufacture ammunition, like, a couple times out of the year. And they're like, we just run out, you know. Oh, my God. It's the yeah. fear factor. It's crazy how that works. Uh, all right, second headline. Hot tubs in Denver aren't completely safe. H6. New video of an unusual encounter. Yeah, a man is recovering after being clawed in the head by a mountain lion while sitting in a hot tub. This took place about 100 miles from Colorado Springs. This guy and his wife, they go up to Colorado, take a nice vacation. They're out in a hot tub, something we've done plenty of times when we've gone out of town, chilled in a hot tub. All of a sudden, he said he feels something on his head. Well, the something is a mountain lion, and he's clawing him. <laughs> Luckily, his wife saves the day. She splashes water and flashes a light at the mountain lion. And they tell you that if you want to fend off a mountain lion, you have to make yourself seem bigger than the animal and he'll run off and that's what he did he was attacking his head though and he got he was attacking his head yeah. he made it sound like he was like what like a mosquito uh-huh <laughs> he was clawing at him is it, is it, is it some is it bird <laughs> what, what is that oh you would think that you would know if a mountain lion was, was his like claw? mouth or clawing him because he he said that it, it must not have felt like pressure or like it didn't hurt he just said he felt drunk. something on his head yeah something he about the story been. i don't know if i believe it uh-huh. something weird about the story if you don't know that a mountain lion is gnawing on your head that's how he described it how would you an expert in survival what's the first thing to do in that situation <laughs> bailey well obviously tell your wife to get a flashlight and some water mm. okay. <laughs> and as we found out yesterday you would have some water with you because you like to have water in case of emergency oh so it's funny we had that conversation yesterday. So um, I can bring this up in the 6 o'clock hour if you want. Uh, somebody asked me, I think you did, but somebody else asked me today about flying on an airplane. Uh-huh. And because I'm not a good flyer, why I don't do certain things. And I had to explain why not only I don't do certain things, but why I do things. <laughs> and they looked, actually it was Kim, it was in earlier, it was <laughs> looked at me like I'm crazy. <laughs> Because of that survival stuff. I'll bring that up in the 6 o'clock. It's actually kind of funny. Uh, There is a city here in our fine United States that's... No, actually, it's not. I think it's in Canada. Yeah, it is in Canada. Sorry, take that back. There's a city in Canada that's getting heat because their new slogan. It's not going over well. Uh, So I looked up some other cities that might have similar names. We got a bunch of them here in the U.S. We do. More than you know. Yeah, one where we just moved from. <laughs> you know? Yes. All right. Bring that up here in a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. There is a city in Canada that is getting all kinds of heat. They even use heat in the title. That's my word. <laughs> for their for, yeah, for their new slogan. So Saskatchewan, Canada. All right. Hmm. The capital city is Regina. Is what? Regina. You know, I just want to get back up on that pogo stick. Regina. Mm -hmm. Regina. It rhymes with vagina. I know what it rhymes with. (laughs) I'm aware. So they have a new campaign that they introduced last week, and people aren't thrilled with it. And it says, uh, show us your Regina. (laughs) The city that rhymes with fun. Regina. 
This is real, by the way. The city it that really they add, you didn't add that the city that rhymes with fun. No, 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 no. That's the slogan. And they're wondering why people are upset. They can't be. Yeah, I mean, if like your, your city's name is Regina, like you gotta have fun, some fun with it, right? <sighs> you do, but I mean, people are gonna be outraged because I got kids and and don't want you to say vulgar stuff. Well, it's not vulgar. That's but, the thing. Yeah, it's nothing vulgar it's an, about Regina. It's an innuendo. Where well, it's it's like a Disney movie now, where you go and see it, and the adults can see it because of the innuendos, and the kids watch it for what it is. But when you say it rhymes with fun, what does that mean? Like the the kids are going to think, oh, that's neat. It rhymes with fun, but it doesn't really. And they're not even going to pay attention to it. Mm-hmm. But the adults are going to understand. It rhymes with vagina. Vagina's fun. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. That's the part that's getting them, I think, is that last part. But it's that second level, like he's saying, though. Like, it's not outwardly. Some kids are going to understand it, sure, I guess. But These kids nowadays are advanced. You'll be surprised at the things they know. Oh, they also changed the name of their... Oh, okay, so they launched a new ad campaign last week. They had a few slogans that aren't subtle, but says, show us your Regina and Regina, the city that rhymes with fun. They also changed the name of their group. It used to be Tourism Regina, and now it's Experience Regina. That is genius. Isn't that great? I I, I think it's clever. It's a nod uh, to some song that went viral in 2008. (laughs) And a lot of these residents that live there are not happy with this (laughs) rebranding. And they don't want their city represented this way. So the group's CEO is this guy named Tim Reed, and he was very excited about this campaign. He said, I was very proud of this. I bet he was. But he had to apologize on Sunday. He told a reporter the board was trying to own the joke, but obviously went too far with it. Now it sounds like he could probably lose his gig. See? People are not happy. Yeah, but maybe he gets picked up by like a marketing company now because of like this viral ad campaign he just designed. You know, I would have loved to have been in that meeting. Like there was no filter in the meeting. Like there was not the stuffy person that. Well, maybe there was, and they just uh-huh. got outvoted. Like there's ten people in this board meeting. Like guys, we got to come up. We're just not getting the tourism in Regina that we used to get. Regina. <laughs> Every time you say that, we, we, we got to come up with something clever. We got to get some traffic through Regina right now. Betty, what do you got? Now that's kind of dull. What about you, Jimbo? Oh wow, that's pretty good. Hey, eh? you know, and then he comes up with it, and then they all start laughing. And then it just like kind of piles on and piles on and piles on. And they got to a point where they were so tired. Like, let's just go with it and see what happens. Guarantee that's how it went. It probably is how it went. But the Karens shut it down, as we can see. Karens. It's not going down. Stop using that term. It's not going down. So cliche. Please. Mm. Uh, Carex Q and Carex Q HD One Sacramento. We are always free on the Odyssey app. Our podcast is up there as well, which is really just this show replayed. Mm. Uh, we are 98 Rockets, the BS, 916-909-0985. You know, there's, like, I have a problem, like, I couldn't live in certain places. You know, like, back in Atlanta, mm-hmm. there's a city called Cumming, Georgia. Never. And you couldn't live there? I couldn't. I just think it's weird to say that. Yes. Right? Even though, when, when, if you live there, it's natural. It's natural. It's it, you don't even think about what it sounds like. Because we are, it doesn't matter what age we are, we're immature. Mm-hmm. We're extremely immature people. I don't care if you're you know, 80, if you're 8. We all have, especially guys, even more immature. Well, how about this? This isn't the name of a city, but this is the name of a huge gas station company from where I'm from, and that's the come and go, K-U-M and go. I know. I've seen there. It's like, what? Yeah. That's how they spelled it? Yes. There's a there's a climax New York. Would you live there? Yeah, I would. There's also a climax Colorado, Georgia, Kansas, Michigan, 
Like how, though? Two of them in Michigan, where you, actually. Where do you find them? Uh, They're cities. Where do you find them? Well, the guys can never find them. That's what I mean. <laughs> yeah, I got it. That's funny. Yeah. Thank you. It's a dry Thank joke, you. but I got it. Thank you. For yeah. I didn't get it. That went over my head. Not really? as dry as the weather in Regina. Minnesota, Missouri, North Carolina. There's a lot of climaxes in the United States. Could Out you, of my house. Could you live in climax? I could. because when I That think... sounds funny. <laughs> could you live in climax? Of course I could. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Could you live in climax, California, if there were one? I could. Mm-hmm. I think about climbing a mountain. To the max of your ability. Yes. I got it. Nice. <laughs> now, here in California, there is a rough and ready, which is a, a small mining town. Once voted itself out of the union and then back in again. I feel like you have to be able to bench like 250, though, like 10 reps if you're going to live in rough and ready. Yeah, like where you live, you kind of have to be what you live. Uh-huh. Right? Even if it's the street name. Like there are certain street names that I wouldn't live on. Not a chance. Because they're just, I don't like them. They just sound goofy. Even if I love the house, I wouldn't live there. Like what, Rocky Road? Yeah, that, I could live on a rocky road. Like yeah. you, the, the name of the street that we're moving into next week is awesome. I don't want to say it, but it's mm-hmm. it's it's great. It's a it's a manly name. Okay. Main Main Street is where he's moving into. No, it's not a Main Street. No. I thought he said it yesterday. But Rough and Ready, <laughs> California, that's like the ultimate awesome. It is. I like that name. I don't see anything offensive. I about feel that. like I feel like that's where a character that Sylvester Stallone is playing in a movie is like from. Like that's his backstory. Where you see somebody at the combine, and it's some you know country strong offensive lineman is like <laughs> from rough and ready california that just that just makes him a top pick yes you know there's a bump ass what virginia bump ass virginia <laughs> that can't be the way you say that <laughs> bump ass virginia i like that that sounds fun it's actually named for a famed family who lived in the area from the french bon pas meaning Ooh. good step good it might be bumpus that's probably how they pronounce it, Bumpus. Probably is Bumpus if they're French. Bumpus. But it looks like bump ass. <laughs> <laughs> we all know French Lick, Indiana, because that's where Larry Bird's from. You said French Lick? French Lick. Uh, okay, that's not bad. Yeah. Inter- you probably say French Lick. Intercourse, Pennsylvania. Oh, how? No. How, no. Did, how does a town become named Intercourse anything? <laughs> no. The publishers of Eras Magazine once tried to get mailing privileges in this. Intercourse, Pennsylvania. That's kind of neat. No, it's not. I mean, it's not too... I mean, they're all dirty. I mean, these are like all these dirty cities. Spread Eagle, Wisconsin. See, now that's... that's, that's these, are, these are legit, dude. Uh, now, I would, leave, I would live there. I would, too. Uh-huh. <laughs> Little Town gets its moniker from a series of lakes that, from an aerial view, look like the... Aforementioned bird. Not from the main stage. It doesn't get it. Yeah, so it actually looks like an eagle spread out. Oh. That's what it is. See, that makes sense. And that's how we are immature because we're thinking of something totally different. The Nelly Dance. Beaver Lick, Kentucky. I've heard of that place before. I've never heard of that. And it was originally spelled as two words Beaver Lick. But then in the 1900s, they changed it up a little bit. Hmm. Blue Ball, Ohio. No, 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 no. No, that no, is no, not, no, no. you made that up. You can't even say that without thinking nasty, vulgar. Uh-huh. You can't even pronounce it another way. How, can, how else can you pronounce blue ball? Well, see, that's the thing is, again, immature people, right? Like, if you're watching whatever sport and they have a blue ball, the guy says, oh, he's got a blue ball. He's got the blue ball. he got the blue ball. But because we're <laughs> immature <laughs> creatures, we automatically, why does our mind automatically always go to something sexual? I don't know. 
it does that though. I got this card game that does that. I'm describing regular stuff sexually. What's the card oh, game? Why'd you say it sexually? Did you hear the way she said that word? That's how you have to read the card. She said I'm describing a regular card game <laughs> sexually. The, the card game's called Bump Ass. <laughs> bump Ass. <laughs> <laughs> And you've got to put the card, you lick it, and you slap it on your, you slap it on your rear end, and then somebody's got to give you clues on what it means. No, that's not it. But is it is it like uh is it like sex Jenga? No, no, no. It's um I'm trying to I'm trying to pull up the name of it. It's in a black and red box, and you pull it out, and I might be describing a a person on a pogo stick, and it's gonna have all these adjectives that's gonna only make your mind think about nasty stuff, but it's regular everyday things. It's a pretty fun game to play. Slamming up and down. Yeah, that's how it's going to be. And sweat <laughs> and grunting everywhere. What kind of pogo sticks are you jumping on? Have you ever, have you ever seen up someone my size try and jump on a pogo stick? There's going to be a broken ankle, sweat, and cursing. Okay? Have you ever played sex Jenga? No, I've never even heard of it. Where you write uh, different little dirty things on each Ooh. piece, and then the person that knocks it down with that piece, that piece they got to do. Is this oh, a, like they, a key they, party they or is this a two-player? You play. I mean, it's whatever your thing is, bro. <laughs> oh, it's called Dirty Minds. That's what the cog. Oh, well, that's been around out. forever. Dirty Minds. Dirty Minds. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever your thing is. Busty New York. Okay. Bust Eye. I'm sorry. It's pronounced Bust Eye. Bust Eye. No, bust it's Busty. But it looks like Busty. Buttsville, New Jersey. Oh, come on. As of 2010, this little town has about 150 residents. Would you move to Buttsville? I would. There's a Butts, Georgia. It makes Butts me County. think that they have good barbecue there. Butts County. Mm, that is good. I did. The mm-hmm. first place I went was like a pork butt. You know, it's funny when you live in an odd place, you don't make fun of it. No. Never. It's just, it's kind of second, you know, nature. It's just like, oh, this is where I live. This is what I do. Because we had a Butts County. Right. That's what I just said. Yeah. yeah. Just out of Butts County. Like, I would want the main strip in, in Buttsville to be called, like, the crack. You know what I mean? Like, Main Street, the crack. Oh, we're going, yeah, just take left on the crack. But see, that's what's funny. Like, if you had the innuendos, if you're the marketing person for, you know, any town, like, I don't know if there's a lot of these places in California outside of Rough and Ready, but if you're the marketing guy and you're trying to get tourism, you've got to play that game. Right. I mean, there, there's, you know, I don't know if sex sells as much as it used to because of the day and age that we live in. I think it's always going to be a thing. I mean, look at OnlyFans right now. Oh, right, yes. Right, yes. Like it, it astounds me after the Me Too movement mm-hmm. that we have, like we embrace things like only, I don't care either way. You do what you want. It doesn't bother. I mean, I'm a dude. More power to these people, mainly women. Mm-hmm. But after the Me Too movement, what do you see? You see popularity with influencers, young girls wearing barely any clothes, popping their asses out on their Instagram feed. Mm-hmm. And it's like. It's a hell of a time to be they're, alive, they're, man. They're, they're being endorsed and getting sponsors. <laughs> And I was like, what happened to like two years prior to this? And then the OnlyFans, which I actually like. I know some people. There's one woman in particular that we're friends with um, that uh, she made national news because she said that she would have threesomes with her husband and God. Yes. Which what? was crazy. And still to this day, her explanation made no sense to me. I, I couldn't wrap my brain around it. But yeah. Well, it was, See how- it was mainly gimmick. Sure. Right, but she really believed in it. Theater of the mind. And she's a, a plus-size woman. Yes, she was. You know, she's she's not ugly by no stretch from the standards of whatever you think hey, what's ugly what's the app? I'll check her out. It's OnlyFans. Only fans. No. She has OnlyFans I page. understand. I meant like her app. What her tag uh, yeah, is? No. 
Yeah, I'll no, give I'm just. It to you. Well, I think I actually got it. I'll give you a. Here's trash. the deal. You know how the how they get you on the OnlyFans. Not that I know this, but I know this is that you subscribe and then you'll get a little bit of content. But if you really want the content you think you're going to get, then they sell you that behind the paywall. Yep. That's are, exactly are you on there? I have looked at the website once or twice. I've not posted anything. Or 15 times. You're a big online porn guy? <laughs> you strike me as that creepy weird I'm guy. A, okay, <laughs> if you want to know, but without knowing too much, I'm an uh, amateur guy. I like, uh, I like it to look as unprofessional as possible. But you sit there and you watch it probably in your drawers with no shirt and you're rubbing your belly. Well, there's a lot of heavy breathing. <laughs> Have you heard anything in the room next door? No. I hear him heavy breathing so much. I told you, I can't decipher if it's him watching porn no. or him getting out of bed and going to the bathroom. I know. No. It sounds like a bear on a defibrillator. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sleeping on an air mattress. Cut me some slack. He's like, mm, uh, mm, uh. and I'm like, should I feel some kind of way or is he just getting up? Should I call 911? I never know what to do. She's always a sandwich. I'm always afraid to open it, like try to open it. Like, I don't want to go in there. I opened the door once. It's messy in there, isn't it? I did. Like Cheetos hanging from the ceiling. (laughs) Maybe. All I saw was his stomach, and I was just like, are you okay? Okay, I heard him close the door. I went in there the other day, and he had, like, dishes on the little... Shelving, shelving. Yeah. Oh wow! Like what a slob. <laughs> no, those are clean dishes. But Why are there clean dishes in your room? Yeah, they go in the kitchen because they. I was just not trying to invade. I've never lived in an Airbnb for more than like three days. I've never moved into someplace that ain't my spot. I also just let him take over one of my bowls. He goes, well, I'll just use this blue bowl here, and this will be my cereal bowl. And I go, well, I guess that's one of my bowls I bought at Target. I didn't say anything. Oh, so you went and bought. I bought a bowl, two bowls, two plates, and then two sets of, like, uh, fork, knife, spoon, little plastic fork, knife, spoon. Oh, okay. So that's so why I keep it in the room. Because well, it was my dish. Can we go back to the, I've never stayed in an Airbnb longer than three <laughs> days. Uh-uh. Have you ever lived in a house? <laughs> Yeah, but I didn't. Yeah, but I didn't. There's nothing to do with an Airbnb. Have you just ever been an adult and had dishes and cups and silverware? Have you ever been in a place where you had dishes, but it wasn't your place? Yes. Where? It doesn't matter if it's your place or not. It's not like when you walk into our Airbnb, there's like three Greek letters on a stone (laughs) sign. We're adults living in a house with a kitchen and I bedrooms am, and stuff. I am kind of treating it like a dorm room. You're right in that regard. We're like a frat house. He said you took his bowl. <laughs> he does, and I didn't say anything about it. I just watch him. Every day I watch him eat that cereal, and I go, how you like that bowl? That's Two, my bowl. Two ninety nine. still got the sticker on the bottom. Well, I apologize. I didn't know I took your bowl. My guy's got two bowls, and you got one of them. Did you know it was his bowl? I didn't no. know it was his bowl. No. I didn't, did you know he bought bowls? I had no Why idea. Why would you buy bowls when they have bowls I, I at the didn't house? I didn't know if they had dishes there. Did you think you had to, like, sign them out or something? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you? Oh, my God. That is cracking me up. I had no idea. I thought those bowls were already there, but I did notice they seem out of place from the other dishes. Can I, is there a videographer that's listening right now? I'd like to hire you to go back to Nebraska just to take a camera through his house. Uh, yeah. Your oh poor children. Gosh. Do we need to like call, what is the hoarder show or something? Yeah, they're feral. Yeah, my kids are feral. Sure. It makes them uh, more resilient. No, let me finish these. Erect, <laughs> North Carolina. Oh, wow. It's uh, located near the North Carolina Pottery Highway. Erect. North Carolina. Horn- I wouldn't want to stay there. Horth- Hornytown. Mm. Horny Hornytown. Town. 
just 26 miles away from Climax, North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> the irony. I lived in Wingate, North Carolina for a couple of years. I never heard of Hornytown or Climax. And then there's uh, Hookersville, West Virginia, where Nikki's from. <laughs> <laughs> okay all right okay where where guys from all over the world would go for halloween for tricks and treats (laughs) no word on how many of hookerville's residents actually practice the world's oldest profession but there is a hookersville west virginia nonetheless born and raised Born and raised and praised. I was not born and raised in Hookersville. I got more class than that. No, but from time to time, you like to visit. I will visit. <laughs> I'll do an occasional drop-in. That's where Nelson wants to live. Him and his online pornography. Pornography. <laughs> I can't believe you bought bowls. I can't believe you bought bowls either. I can't believe I just let you steal it. Right I, in front of me. No, I thought the the biggest issue that we were having in our Airbnb was the issue that Nikki D and I have. We 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 we've known each other for a very long time, and we're very good friends. And I love her more than life itself. She's like my sister. Mm-hmm. But we quickly realized the I think it was on Saturday when we were having some lunch that her and I probably couldn't live together, especially in a place like where we're at, because we have a huge difference. On one thing in particular. Hmm. Tell you what that is here in a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. There's a 4.6 magnitude earthquake at 418 in Ferndale. Where is that at? Uh, it's about 300 miles from us, but. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this makes me so nervous. That's the one thing I'm nervous about. I think I've been in every natural. I've been in an earthquake, a minor earthquake. Well, 4.6 is considered a minor earthquake. Uh, but I, uh, when I was a kid and I was in Alaska, there was like a minor earthquake and got out of the bed and did the whole thing. But, you know, if you've lived out here for a minute, obviously, depending on where you live, um, it's bad. I got to find out what the what the rules are. Like, what am I supposed to do if, if an earthquake comes? Oh, yeah. Because, you know, like a tornado, you get in a closet. I always heard it was a a door frame. Is that what you do? That you look for a door frame. Well, if you're in your car, you get in a ditch. If it's an earthquake? No, a tornado. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should tell her the wrong thing to do. Oh, God. No, tell me the right thing to do. (laughs) Here's what you do. If there's an earthquake, you take off all of your clothes and you run down the street. (laughs) No. With helium balloons and just start screaming. Your favorite song. You no, just start no, no, singing no. it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get under a bed, so nothing no. falls on you. Yeah, absolutely. Sure you do. So if there's an earthquake, you hide under the bed. Yeah, yeah. but what if something falls on top of the bed? Right. What, it's going to stop you. That's why you get under the bed. Oh. And in a hurricane, you uh, have a safe place. You know, just like a tornado, if you have a safe room, closet, basement, that kind of thing. Somewhere right. without windows. Been in many, many hurricanes. Big ones, too. Uh, and they're not fun. I'm gonna Google it because I still don't feel like you're telling. If you've been in a, if you're uh, on top of a sinkhole, just start praying. (laughs) But don't fight, right? Like, oh no, that's quicksand. That's quicksand. (laughs) That's quicksand. Sinkhole. There's nothing you can do about that. There was a guy. There was a news story. I mean, this was years and years and years ago. There's a guy, uh, two brothers that lived together, and you know sinkholes are pretty common in, in Florida. And they were in Florida, and this guy was sleeping in his bed, and a sinkhole opened up just under his bed. 
and sucked him into the earth. Never found the guy. Freddy Krueger. Isn't that crazy? Goodness like, just me. his room. You know it's your time when something like that happens. Undoubtedly. You just got it. Like, his brother's got to chalk that up as, like, he lived his best life. It was time for him to go to a different place. Just his bedroom. It sucked it in. Also, I wouldn't want to, like, dig It's like a too- perfect circle. I wouldn't dig too deep into that guy's life, because what if it was, like, the afterlife coming for him because of his misdeeds? Now, now all of a sudden you're going through his old stuff and you found some stuff on a hard drive you didn't need to see. So uh, so anyway, I'm just going to give you an update. So here's the thing quickly before uh, we got to do headlines again. But so Nikki D, so we're all living together. Just get everybody up to speed. You know, we're, in, we're just new to town and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But we're all living together in this Airbnb. And as we found, Nelson doesn't know how to live in an Airbnb for whatever reason. He buys bowls <laughs> and rents them out or whatever he does. And so Nikki and I, on Saturday, like, we finally got to the stage where we're buying more food so we're not eating out all the time. Breakfast got accomplished. Now we're on to lunch. I'm still struggling with dinner. I still like to go out to dinner. So we got lunch. You know, we got some salads. We got some lunch meat. You know, we're trying to eat as healthy as possible. And we're... I was we in... got some chicken because we were going to sit down together. Oh, and no, eat no, no, that's right. This was dinner. This was dinner. We were going to eat together and watch some TV. That's right. This yeah. was dinner Sunday mm-hmm. night. I get Sunday it. I'm night. messing this whole story up. Yes. It was dinner Sunday night. We got Safeway chicken and we got some potato salad and we're ready to rock and roll. We got some salads and we we're going to have this dinner just, 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 just me and Nikki did. <laughs> and, uh, I, 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 you know, there's not much to prepare. So it was just kind of help yourself. But she had already started. She had been out in the kitchen slash living room, and I was in the bedroom. I was doing something, and I come out, and I love like I love to sit down and watch television while I eat. Mm, oh, same. I? And my go-to is Law and Order SVU. I'm a diehard Law and Order SVU fan. One, it's on all the time. You, you can't. There's not a day that goes by that it's not on television. It wasn't on Sunday. It's on. It's on somewhere. It's on. We've it got on. streaming. It's on the Peacock. It's somewhere <laughs> you can find Law and Order SVU. Live and stable or live forever. <laughs> so I come out there, and I don't want to be rude. She's watching a different program. This was the worst television I've ever seen in my entire life of America. This was some reality show with two bands from the 90s, some girl groups. Some phenomenal, epic girl groups, which was SWV and Escape. And they're doing this new reality show when they went on tour together. No, yeah, Nelson. Nobody cares. Like, it's the worst. Re- it's on, you know, it's on Bravo, which makes it even worse. So I didn't want to be rude. So I'm watching it a little bit. And I finally have to say something like, you know, can we change this? No. She was into it. She had to watch this stuff. And then she starts arguing. I know who the bands are. I started in Top 40 Radio in the 90s. We played them. And what? I was like, and then I was trying to make the argument of, if you're going to be a reality show and have a following, you know, be a bigger act than swv and and escape escape she's like they were the biggest thing in the world. i was like they weren't as big as the spice girls <laughs> he and, got me there and she's like arguing with me i had to google it and and i admitted that i was wrong this is the worst television programming ever so i had to suffer through this so what we've learned what is there this? you go you mean, they're, SWV. They're hit. swv's hit exactly they're hit yeah you're fair uh-huh had more than one. They weren't a one-hit wonder. Oh, yes, they were. They definitely were not. Maybe not to you, they but to the like, general public. Plus, nobody when people listen around. What the hell is this? You don't even know what you're talking about. If you knew anything about the 90s, SWV, Escape, were two of the biggest groups that came out outside of TLC. They weren't as big as Vanilla Ice. Mm. And he only had one hit. 
They were definitely bigger than Vanilla Ice. Oh, they my had, God. No. They had three, four platinum albums. I will bet you $1,000 that they didn't sell more albums than Vanilla Ice. Oh, my gosh. Here you got me Googling again. I, I can't I even guarantee they weren't as big. Turn this down. I guarantee they weren't bigger okay. than Vanilla Ice. You would be blown away by how big Vanilla Ice was Vanilla with that one song. Ice. Anyway, not the point. The point is, is we have an issue. What's the issue? There's a difference between white TV and black TV. She doesn't want to watch white TV. That's not true. You're I, a television racist. No, I'm not. The way it works is I watch one show, you watch one show. We both get cultured. See how that works? That's My not show cultured. was almost off. Then you pick your show, which Law & Order, everybody watches that. Why? Because the black people get arrested. You didn't want to watch it. No, that's not why. I love crime TV. <laughs> but that's how watching television works. We share the TV. We you didn't watch share. The program. Because you didn't even want to sit and finish it. It was only 30 minutes. I hurry up and ate my chicken. You ate your chicken so fast, I don't think you tasted I pushed, it. I put my drumstick in my pocket, my cargo shorts. <laughs> I ran into my bedroom <laughs> to finish eating it out of Nelson's bowl. He did. He absolutely did. I went into his bedroom on his shelf, climbed the mount, mount, mountain of Cheetos and grabbed the bowl. <laughs> Felt like I won something. I was waiting to get slimed by Mark Summers. Just bringing the whole show full circle. Fourth and final round of headlines. Nikki D, what you got? I'm going to tell you what celebrity was found naked on the streets and who got 30 days of free food. Of what? Free food. <laughs> free food. <laughs> I free didn't food. read my own writing. <laughs> See, that type of reality television makes you get a stutter. You keep watching stupid stuff on TV, you become stupid stuff. <laughs> All right, fourth and final round of headlines here in a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. Put your arms down. Say it. Say what? That we're getting ready to do news and headlines? No, yes, we are. Say what you need to say. I don't need to say anything. Say, say I'm right. Need to say. Why do you even question me when it comes to music? It doesn't matter what genre. I'm questioning you when I don't think it's right. All right, Duh. stop. Collaborate and listen. I Bailey's back, back with, with a brand, brand new edition. Grabs a hold of me See, tightly. You know, I know the song. Yeah. Sing you it. Think I didn't know sing it. it 15, actually, sing it uh, six million times more than your <laughs> bands, whatever it is. Yeah. All right. Uh, fourth round of headlines. This is two big stories from today. You're going to learn a little something. Uh, here we go. Amanda Bynes is having a breakdown. H7. More troubles for Amanda Bynes. According to TMZ, the former child star is currently hospitalized in a psychiatric hold. She is one of my favorite childhood actresses. Okay, before you start, time. can I ask you a question so sure. I understand the story? Mm -hmm. Who is Amanda Bynes and why should I care? Because she was a star from, because uh, you like Nickelodeon. You remember the show All That? <laughs> like, that's what most people mm -hmm. know her from, all of her Nickelodeon shows. She was a very big child star. Okay, you don't but know Amanda Bynes? I'm 47. I don't watch Nickelodeon child children's show. Yeah, but, but like you would, yeah. See, he would have been just a little too old for it. So you and I are in the right wheelhouse for Keenan to get his first job on TV right. with all that. That's where Keenan and, and Kel came from. Amanda. And so, which by the way, they're bringing back another Good Burger. And Amanda Bynes was a part of that. And yep. then she was the. She, this was the class of kids that made room for the iCarlys that came later. Raven and the, Simone. Right, the Raven Simones and the. Okay. the I got it. Thank Selena you. Selena Gomez's. It was just simple. You could have shortened that up. But thank, I mean, okay, I she care. She's a big child star. No, you he doesn't know no, her. You don't. But okay. for the people that do know her that are upset yeah, about sad. this story, she's been having some mental issues, some mental breakdowns, and she had got herself 
herself cleaned up. Like a lot of child stars go through things. But recently she was seen in L.A. walking down the street completely naked. She had no clothes on. Oh. So she pulled over, waved somebody down. They stopped, called 911. She's now getting some help. They're checking her into a psychiatric um unit and she's going to stay there for a couple of days to get herself back on track. She was actually supposed to be going to 90s con because she was a 90s star mm. in Connecticut, but she's not going to be able to make it. It's just really sad what happens to these people. I mean, they, they're put up on this pedestal. They have, you know, the blood suckers that are just sucking off the teeth. Exactly. And they put them over and they're treated like royalty. And then when your fame is done, you've got nothing. You can't get a normal job. No. You know, because you still... You're, I mean, it, you are. It doesn't matter. I mean, you did. You do anything on television. You're you're considered a celebrity, and you're famous. Uh, but you got to have mad respect for those that just get out of the business and do something else. Like the guy from um, the Cosby Show. The, the oh yeah, um, that was working at Trader Joe's. Yes, and, the, it was like the the boyfriend of of one of the the daughter characters, the husband, and they and then somebody oh, was husband? somebody yeah. job shamed him, which was you know. The, like, screw you. the radio bit for across the country, you know, the uh-huh. job bit, the, the job shaming thing. And then uh, what's Tyler his... Perry gave him a job. Yeah, Tyler Perry gave him a job. He back in business. He back in business. He was actually <laughs> like an award show and won an award or yes, something. He's back he's in, in a tuxedo. And... <laughs> Good for him. You know, so you hope that uh, Amanda Bynes. Yeah, that she gets herself back on track. Like I the problem is that she looked like she was back on track. She got into those years of nonsense, and then she got cleaned up. She was she looking good. They were photographing her like, sorry, guys, I was Charlie Sheen kind of crazy for a minute, but now I got everything figured out. There, yeah. was, there was once a time where, you know, the, if you're in the entertainment business and you'd see the celebrities and they would act like this, they'd be the butt of the jokes. And David Letterman was, was the guy that said, I'm not, I think it was Letterman, I'm pretty sure it was Letterman, said, I'm not making fun of Britney Spears anymore when she went crazy, mm-hmm. you know, shaved her head and all that stuff. And he goes, she needs help. Yeah. It's not funny. And it kind of woke people up. You know, it's like, you know, people are people. Let's treat people the way they need to be treated. They need help. They need help. Exactly. Just because they've been on television doesn't mean that you should, you know, that's going to make things worse. And then they, God forbid, take their own life. How, how are you going to feel yeah. on that? You know, so anyway. And she had a lot of the same issues with, as Britney. She had the proprietorship and everything with her parents, too. Same oh, really? Yes. She's worth a lot of money? She makes a lot of money? Was she in any movies? What did, I don't she know. didn't make the turn, no. She she, she ended up leaving movies. Nickelodeon. That was basically the last you heard of her. Oh, that's sad. All right, give me next one. All right. Would you eat mystery food off your doorstep? H8. Sometimes it would just be like, Four orders of milk for McDonald's. I've probably received 30 meals. We can probably get about 40 bags of food. Most of us are vegetarian here, so we couldn't really eat them. A neighborhood in L.A. was flooded with food deliveries just showing up on their doorsteps. At first, they thought maybe somebody mistakenly sent some food to the wrong place. But then they noticed that it continuously started to happen over a 30-day period. They were getting drinks, milkshakes, coffees, chicken sandwiches, tacos. And so they reached out to Uber Eats. Uber Eats is trying to figure out who's sending the food to these people's houses. So they kind of was making a little funny ha-ha, like, look, we're vegetarians. If you want to keep sending us free food, send us some salads. Yeah, you're, you're making this sound like it's a bad thing. I mean, if, so, if, so here, let me ask you this. If if you're sitting there watching television, one of your stupid reality television shows, great. and the door knock, uh, there's a knock at the door, and it's Mr. Uber Eats, right? Mm-hmm. He's got a, and you didn't order anything, but it's something that, you know, you would eat. Do you eat it or do you send it back? If it was something I would eat, I would eat it. That's mine. 
reality. That's mine now. So you 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 find it justified. It's like it's not my fault. He showed up at the wrong house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I've sent groceries to the wrong house three times. You think those people try to give my groceries back? No, they well, ate them. You deserve to lose your groceries <laughs> if you did it three times. But it's not because I didn't use my right address. It's the same scenario as you had with your house, where my apartment in Georgia it goes to an actual house. In my apartment. So they oh. were taking my groceries to the person's house. Did you go to the house? I rode by there one day. I Drive did by. Because I wanted to see where it was and like what type of people might live there that they're not even questioning getting all my groceries. Outside, what would you order? Um, I think that particular day I had ordered maybe some chicken. And Outside was- on the porch eating chicken. Nikki <laughs> drives by. She's like, meow, 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 meow. That's my chicken. <laughs> she gets out. That's my chicken. Can you identify the chicken? <laughs> How is it your chicken? <laughs> Just like her apartment right now, her sister's inviting guy after guy. That's why she lives in Hookersville. I don't live in Hookersville. <laughs> she sees him on the ring door cam. There's guys coming in eating her chicken. <laughs> Doing her Lawrenceville. sister on her Big Lots couch. Lawrenceville, not Hookersville. <laughs> All right, last minute calls, comments, concerns. 916-909. What are you laughing at? Just that that box, that that stereotypical cliche box that all the chicken comes Uh in at the store. There's little tabs on the side. Grease coming down the chin. Nikki's hiding out in the street in her car, just angry as all hell, looking (laughs) over the steering wheel, contemplating whether to shoot him or not. I love Publix chicken. It was the best. Then she gets mad at herself because she made the mistake of sending it to And you you see three chicken boxes for each time they screwed up. (laughs) (laughs) They're stacking them like beer cans. (laughs) Anyway, last minute calls, comments, concerns, 916-909-0985. It's the BS on 98 Rock. As always, we appreciate uh, you listening. It's the BS here on 98 Rock. My name's Jason Bailey right there. That is Nikki D., that's me. There's Nelson finishing mm-hmm. things up. Don't forget Friday, 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 Friday. We'll once again be out of the studio. This is unheard of, by the way. It for really a is. New show, two weeks in, and two live broadcasts. Not complaining. I'm just saying it's unheard. It's actually unheard of in a good way. That means the people that we work with actually, believe it or not, do their jobs. You know, uh-huh. where we came from, they didn't do that. No. So this is just a, it's a it's a nice thing to be around. Uh, Sky River Casino, Elk Grove, will be uh, out there for like I said, three to seven. And if you want to stop by, we have aftershock tickets, uh, tickets for Disturbed. Uh, Thirty two Bruce Street is where you find us. I think they have this like set up. Our friends over at the ESPN thirteen twenty. Uh, D-Lo and KC were out there, and they had this nice big setup. Yeah, it looked nice. It looked really, really nice. And, Spacious. Yeah, and, and Megan and Promotions and her crew, they do such a fantastic job. So you can come out there. I mean, if it's all freebies that you want, that's cool. Like I said, we got those tickets. We have BS tumblers. <laughs> Remember the guy that came out to uh, Twin Peaks when we were trying to give him a tumbler? He's like, yeah, no, I, I'm here for the tickets. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I drove 30 minutes for Thanks this. for the support. Let's give you six months. Maybe they might be worth something. I don't know. Uh, but we'll have those. We'll have T-shirts. And, of course, uh, the college tournament's still going on, so there's plenty of televisions that you can watch. And then we're also at a casino. So plenty of great restaurants. The steakhouse is phenomenal. One of the best steaks I've ever eaten in, in forever, forever. Uh, and then uh, we're going to be gambling afterwards. I mean, I can't 
go to a casino and work and then not afterwards, not gamble. I'm definitely getting on that slot machine. Bing, so, bing, bing, bing. Mm-hmm. It'll be fun. You know, it'll be a fun weekend. We start off at Sky River and then we and we go do our thing. I just got a, a tennis match booked for Sunday. Exciting. This is my first tennis match in town. I got a tennis buddy. Oh, so this isn't just like uh, uh, you're going to go work out with them. This is like you're going to play for points. Well, How do you play tennis without points? Well, but like, <laughs> yeah. no, well, but like, you know, you're setting up like at the beginning of it, you're keeping a score. You're going to go find out. This isn't just you like volleying back and forth and working out with somebody. I don't know the language you're speaking, but yeah, we're, I mean, it's not like an ATP tournament match or anything. But now you're saying things no. I don't understand. We're going to we're gonna play tennis. We're Will gonna, you keep score is what I'm asking? Yes, we're going to keep score. So it's like hey, a pickup game of basketball then? Yeah. Uh, okay. I guess. Those are tennis terms. I Listen, I played football in junior high, and that was the end, dude. Well, I played tennis on Wii, so I know. <laughs> yeah. I also did that. Mm-hmm. You guys are professional athletes. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> I'm a big tennis guy. I, I, I like playing tennis. And, uh, you know, say what you want about it. But uh, I love playing tennis. Um, in the tennis community, I know a lot of the guys that are on tour. And uh, I hosted the uh, Atlanta Open, uh, the New York Open. You know, so... Um, yeah, like, that's why I want to get my kids involved, and you're the guy I'm going to go to with for the advice. Oh, it was now it's the kids, but well, before it was no, you. No, I want to get involved too, but you said I can't play with you, so we now got to get our wind up. Once no. we get our wind up, Nelson, we can play. He, we didn't, can try. he did not lay it out in front of me like there was like a path to wind up to playing with me. There was a well, we'll find somebody that can help you. <laughs> <laughs> there was no path to working out with the man, Nelson. You get winded thinking of it. <laughs> oh, God. You guys got a puffer? You don't even have to do anything, and you get winded. Like, we hear you coming in the house. I mean, like, when you... when you you're Coming in the house, we hear him everywhere. Sweating and stuff. You know, it's, How do you hear me sweat? We hear you everywhere. Because the drops are so large when they hit the ground. They just make such a loud noise. <laughs> you know, Nikki has oh been... God. Okay, look, I'm not saying I'm in the best shape or... I'm I'm Mr. This, I'm Mr. That, but I do lead a fairly, fairly healthy lifestyle. And I lost a bunch of weight, you know, about 10 years ago. You know, I still had that mindset of, oh, you're a football player. You're in the gym, you know, eh -eh," you know, and I I needed to drop like 30, 33 pounds. I did it in five weeks. And so I've educated myself on how to do it and how to maintain it. Uh, Testosterone maintenance is one of them for guys over 40. I always say, you know, if you're over 40, you're not on testosterone maintenance, something wrong with you. You got to look into it. It's not what you think it is. You know, it's not cheating or steroids or nothing like that. Uh, but Nikki is serious about getting, you know, into better shape. Yes, I am. She's a, she's a little hefty. And, uh, I would say hefty. Well, I'm trying I'll to be polite. I need to drop a few pounds. Okay. Don't say hefty. I apologize. You need to drop. Hefty, hefty, hefty. That's what you're going to think about. Okay, I apologize. You're not hefty. I think you look great. I mean, I look Okay, like I'm not like sloppy or like when you look at me like ill, but well, I, I could be better. I want to be a baddie. Well. What? <laughs> you don't look at me and say ill. No, no, I don't. I'm not saying ew. I'm saying eh. <laughs> no, no, you don't. There's a difference between ew. <laughs> <and> so, <laughs> like you falling off a cliff. Like, no, eh. the, the sloppy thing. A little sloppy. The feet always go out. Shoes are too tight. How are shoes too tight? That doesn't make any sense. Actually, you know what? It might not be your shoes too tight. It might be your feet are too big. I mean, for a woman, I do have large feet. I wear 10. Yeah, you got some big bottom mitts. There's nothing I can do about that. I can't change my feet. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing shrinks your feet. But anyway, she's doing a great job. She comes to the gym with me every day. She's doing better eating. Putting forth my effort. You can see the confidence. She looks better. Um... 
I'm, I'm assuming, you know, you're feeling better. I do feel better. Yeah. But this guy over here, oh, he God. wants to, you know, start doing marathons and stuff. He's going to die of a heart. I, I've already told our boss, I said to Aaron, I said, we got to find a replacement for Nelson. He's not living past, like, he's going to be here for maybe six more years. <laughs> that would be a good six, though. It would be a great six, and I'll enjoy it, and I'll miss yes. you. But you're going to have a heart attack. He said he's going to come with us mm-hmm. to the gym tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So he's going to get serious starting tomorrow. You know, gym is a place with weights, not a guy's house. <laughs> Oh, it's not a boy. Yeah, never mind on that. I got a buddy, Jim. Please follow us on our socials at Listen to the BS on Facebook, on Instagram. We don't have a Twitter because it's dumb, but if you do want to hit us up on Twitter, if that's your thing, at Mr. Jason Bailey, feel free to do that. Uh, TheBaileyShow.com for the podcast and all of that information. Look, have your uh, tomorrow, Wolfgang Van Halen. We can run the interview. Beautiful. I got the clearance. I got in trouble. We're going to do so it Monday, good. but we'll be able to do it tomorrow. Also, a song is released and and uh, all that good stuff. So that's pretty cool. Look, have yourself a great, safe rest of your night. Wind advisory out there. So be careful. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 3. And bye. That's enough nonsense for today. This has been The Bailey Show. What big award did you win today? You know, I kid out of disappointment. Not listening, not anymore. The BS.